guess that you ever needed. Sports cards after hours keep the hobby heated. Updates hobby talk like you never seen it. Sports cards live and I could ever beat it. Sports cards is a lifestyle. Sports cards and we live now. Welcome to another episode of Sports Cards Live with your host, Jeremy Lee. All right, here we go, everybody. Welcome to episode number 153 of Sports Cards Live. It is Saturday night, September the 3rd, 2022, and my name is Jeremy Lee. I do want to thank Brian Pirrip of TikTok for joining us on Sports Cards Live last time. That was two weeks ago. And I want to thank EJ, who is Dynasty Mode, the organizer of the Burbank Card Show, Stephanie, Mama Breaks, and Mark, Ultimate Pastime, for joining us last night for the Burbank Show post-mortem on hobby hangout we had a great show check that out if you would like tomorrow night on collectible live our guest will be collector agassi nazarian he's built up a about a million dollar collection from one dollar find out how he did that tomorrow night on collectible live want to just let everybody know sort of scheduling wise i'm going to be doing more traveling now than than ever really i'm going to endeavor to keep being consistent with the episodes but do forgive me when I need to take a Saturday night off as I'm on the road. And I will try to even do these shows remotely when I can. As always, I want to shout out the Center Stage app. Download their app in the App Store for quick comps when you are at a card show or to help you price your cards for any platform. The app is continuously improving. So please join me in supporting the great team they have there and the innovation that they are undertaking. Also want to welcome anybody who is watching on LinkedIn or Twitch. We are now streaming live to LinkedIn and Twitch because, hey, why not? And I want to thank all you subscribers, listeners, podcast uh, the podcast listeners, the viewers. Thank everybody who does tune into the show. If you're not yet subscribed, please take a moment and do so. Would very much appreciate that. As always, your comments, your questions are in play and usually at this point, I say, let's get to tonight's guest, but that is myself. However, I do have a special surprise. I do have someone that is going to join on the screen with me, my friend, Joe Perot. We're going to bring him out. Joe, welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here. How are you? You're muted. <laughs> Doing well, Jeremy. Thank you so much for having me. And hello, everybody, the Saturday Night Crowd. Welcome. Yeah, well, glad to have you. It's nice to have a buddy on with me here. And uh so, yeah, let's get to it. Uh, we're going to start off with the comments. we got a bunch of you in here already. Thank you, everybody, for joining. I'm going to go through the comments, and then we'll start chatting. But Rocco is here. I like this. Let's tag along with Jeremy for another great Sports Cars Live. You'll notice tag is in all capitals, just like on my shirt and just like for tag grading. We've got Troy's Collectibles. Thank you for the congratulations, Troy. I greatly appreciate that. Foul Five Ball. This is Jeremy. Who is the, Foul Five Ball's name is Jeremy as well. I met him at the at the Burbank show. I, I said it last night. One of the nicest guys, Jeremy. Welcome to the show. And uh, he even like gave me a card with a with a little note. So I want to thank you for that, Jeremy. Very nice touch, and thank you for the Gatorade uh, during the epi- during the the Burbank show. We got Lapper in the house. What's going on, Lapper? Good to see you, Caesar Alcazar. Says tag baby. We got tag in the house. I'm not sure which one of my colleagues that is, but it's great to see uh, whoever you are out there. Karn Rye in the house. What is going on, Karn? Hope you're feeling better and good to see you. Lapper likes seeing Joe in the house. Foul Fieball likes seeing Joe in the house. And Cards and Comics says, why should we care about tag? I mean, I did do five episodes on tag uh, back in June, July, or May, May June. And uh, 
So we got 10 hours of why you should care, but we'll get into that a bit more. Mid-Atlantic is hooked on SCL. I, I greatly appreciate that. Todd McDonald, I appreciate the congratulations. I can't tell you how much I do. And James Fertitta, welcome to the show to you as well. So I'm going to kick it off by, you know, addressing, I guess, the what I put in the description for the episode, which was kind of why did I join TAG in the first place? And uh, so I want, I, want to, I want to explain that. I think I, I, think I owe it to, to the audience that you guys have been loyal with me for, it's two and a half years now that we've been doing Sports Cards Live. And uh, we've missed very few Saturdays. Joe, Joe's been with me as a, I met Joe through doing the show. We've become very good friends. And um, I, I'm, I'm really grateful for the people that I've met through the last two and a half years because of doing the show. And I'm especially grateful for all the viewers, the listeners, because honestly, without you guys keeping me motivated and encouraging me to continue to do Sports Cards Live and to continue to try and bring you the best guests that I can, um, me joining TAG would never have happened. TAG would never have, have found out about me. And uh, it's really, it's really, I, I just have the, I just have you guys to thank for that. And, uh, and so I do, I'm super grateful. So when people say congratulations, I'm not just saying thanks. I, I, it, it hits me, it hits me here. And, uh, and I really do appreciate it. Bobby Burrell, great to see you. CC says, good evening, gents. Congrats and good luck with your new journey in the hobby, Jeremy. I, you know, that's what this is. It's, like the hobby, I'm I'm still a collector, you know. I'm I'm I, you cannot get the collector gene out of me, Joe. Is there any way the collector gene is getting out of me? No, there's no, no way, and and nor me either. So, uh, yeah, I I think that the hobby is um, instilling uh, even more passion in in all of us who who've been in the hobby for a while, and uh, I know. You will be, if if not King Tut, you know, taking them into your grave, uh, fairly close to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the I've been a collector since 1980, and uh, it's I'm never going to stop collecting. But you know, the time came for me. Uh, my I, I stopped. My job ended July 15th, and it was a nice timing for me, coincidentally, with when tag was getting ready to launch we obviously did the episodes and during the episodes i did five episodes with them and i think it took us it took us about six or seven weeks to get through them all there was a two-week uh kind of break in between four and five and you know in preparing for these episodes i got to know the team from tag pretty well i had been to the facility at the beginning of march i did that to do some due diligence to really make sure that you know number one do i want to do i want to uh, you know, align my name, my reputation, the Sports Cards Live brand with with Tag. I had met them a year before uh, at the Chicago National in 2021. They had approached me and and just wanted to introduce themselves to me, and they showed me a little presentation on their iPad. And this presentation it blew my mind just from a I don't know a two minute video on the iPad. And um, you know, I just kept in touch once every couple months with them. Nothing serious. Uh, you know, I let them know about the Mint Collective and um, just, you know, had them in the back of my mind. So when I guess the end of February came around and um, and Steve Cass, the founder, kind of reached out and said, hey, you know, we're getting ready to launch and we'd like to be able to do a series of podcasts and maybe, uh, you know, maybe with you. And I was I, you know, and I, I actually said, well, that would be great, uh, but we have to, you know, I have to be comfortable. So 
I went down there at the beginning of March and, and I was blown away, just blown away. And, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of, there's a lot of skepticism out there, which I think is understandable. You know, we've been through, I think the hobby's been through a bit of a roller coaster with new grading companies over the last couple of years. And uh, we've had grading companies come around and kind of make claims that I guess they, they weren't able to deliver on. And I, I don't know the details of any other grading company, so I'm not going to can you say any more than that? But so, you know, I was, well, I had some skepticism as well. I had seen the presentation and I, uh, and I went down there in March. And again, I went to the facility, met the team and I was blown away by what I saw. And that was at the beginning of March. So, you know, we decided we'd do this series of, of videos. I decided I would do the series of videos on sports cards live because I believed in what I saw. And I believe that the hobby was, um, I don't know if the hobby was, if I, if I should say, I believe that the hobby was ready for automated grading, but I believe that, that, that automated grading was ready for the hobby finally. And, um, so we did the episodes and, you know, again, doing these episodes, I got to know these guys pretty well because I spent time planning the episodes and making sure that I would be able to do a good job delivering, you know, helping them to deliver the information. So with that, I'm going to go to some comments because they're coming in. I want to. I don't want to get too behind. But uh, James says, uh, once it's in the blood, there's no getting it out. The collector gene, that's right, for sure. Cards and Comics is how much money does Tag have in reserve to pay for grading mistakes like PSA does? It's on their FTC filings. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to say right now, guys, I don't have all the answers here. I'm not, I don't, I'm not, um, I'm not a patent attorney. I'm not a, a technology professional. Uh, I'm. So, you know, I'm only going to answer what I can. And uh, that's a question I just can't answer. So, you know, maybe maybe just try and consider what you think I might be able to answer. Uh, Matt Pime, uh, there's a lot of people rooting for you in this new endeavor with TAG. I mean, that that just, I don't even know how to how to respond to that. It just, that's, uh, that, that's huge. Thank you so much, Matt. I greatly appreciate that. Uh, ink, paper, wax, collector. Collector genus like app. Once you got it, you got it. Uh, Matt goes on to say, the folks at the booth in Burbank were very organized and professional. There's a place in the market, especially in LA. Yeah, thanks for that. We were set up at the Burbank show, we being tag. Uh, Joe, you you were there at the booth a couple times. You came by and checked it out. And, um, you know, without me saying, how did you find the tag booth to be and, and the, 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 the tag team? I think it was EJ last night that mentioned it, um, seeming almost like an, an Apple store or something, but um, really friendly people. That's that's the first thing that comes to mind. Everybody was, you know, generous spirit, generous with their time, happy to answer questions and, you know, kind of didn't didn't feel like anything like a hard sales or anything. But if you were interested, you wanted to look at the technology, you wanted to kind of uh, check out a dig report, all of that. They were more than happy to oblige and uh you know, getting getting a slab in my hand. Finally, it was really wonderful to kind of see uh, the product. And um, I'm, I'm excited both for you, Jeremy, but also to see them start grading and, and see how the cards, um, you know, reach the secondary market and or, you know, stay in people's personal collections. But it, it was it was obviously uh, a big part of the Burbank show. So much was going on, but that was one key feature was uh, the tag installation. Um, and and it was really um, wonderful to be there and to meet them. Um, the brothers are awesome. Steve, Greg, um, you know Scott, all, all the whole team is just wonderful. Yeah, like you're you're rattling off these names like you know them. That's what these guys are like. They're just uh, 
it's a warm group. And um, I, I'll tell you, I've worked in a lot of organizations. Uh, I've, I've worked with a lot of organizations in my career and I've, I've consulted um, dozens of them as a professional, as a finance professional and in, in, in professional services firms. And, uh, you know, it, this might just sound crazy, but like, this is like the best team I've ever seen and worked with. And, uh, and it's relatively new, which is amazing. But Steve is a great leader. He instills, uh, he's instilled an amazing culture in the organization. And I'm really fortunate to be a part of it. Uh, Bubblegum, Align the Powers. Toa says the next Burbank show is going to be nuts. Yes, it will. Michael Hammond, the house. What's going on, Michael? Great to see you. GC says, did TAG acquire TradeSafe? Uh, no, TAG did not acquire TradeSafe. I am no longer involved with TradeSafe. I'll just uh, let everybody know that. If it was on your mind, I am no longer involved with TradeSafe. Hello to you, Jerry Hotch. Uh, Michael Ham says, spoke about you in a video and being an ambassador for the hobby, and it's a positive having you involved. I, I appreciate that, Michael Ham. Um, I do take, I do take, you know, I, I take the hobby so seriously in, in my life. And, um, and I, I just always want what's best for the hobby. It's, as I said, in my statement that I made that, you know, in any decision I make, I'm always going to think of what's best for the hobby, the hobby, the company, and then me, that's kind of the order of, uh, of priority for myself. Brian Adams, welcome to the show. And thank you very, very much. Todd McDonald asks the question that I'm struggling with. Am I going to be at the Toronto Expo with TAG or my own booth? And if anybody knows, I've had my own booth at the Toronto Expo 17 years, twice a year, probably 34, 35 times now. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to have my own booth this year, you know, buying and selling cards because I believe, I think, I hope that we will be set up there um, representing TAG. And if we are, I'm going to want to be there. Maybe we can put a put tag next to my booth and I can play double duty or something. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Troy says tag has all the attributes to become a top tier grading company. Great product. Love the engraving and the no upcharge is huge. Yeah. So what, what I think what Troy means by engraving is that the label or the flip as we call it in the, in the space, there's no paper flip in a tag slab. And I can show you guys right now. I have a few of them here. I had four, well, I had eight cards slabbed by tag Wednesday night before the Burbank show. I gave four of them away on the show floor to people, and I, I have four of my own cards in there. And um, so I'll show you guys what they look like if you can see this. And uh, you can see that the, what we call the flip in the hobby, it's transparent. There, you, you can see my, you can see me through it. So the, the information is printed right onto the plastic. And on the inside. So you can't like scratch it off. It's on the inside. And basically you cannot counterfeit a tag slab, which I think is a, a huge differentiator uh, for us at tag. Another thing that really cool is you get, you get the industry standard grade. This card is an 8.5. And then in the, in the QR code, it's an 859 out of a thousand. So uh, tag on the, on, on tags, Instagram account, they are going to be either tonight or tomorrow uh, posting the grading scale. So how does the 1000 point scale uh, relate to the industry standard 10 point scale. So you can see that uh, at tag grading on Instagram. It might be up by now, but it should be up by uh, by tomorrow morning. Skeppy wants to know how you balance your commitment to tag when buying, sharing, and dealing in another competitor's slab cards. Yeah, great question, Skeppy. Great question because listen, I'm always collecting, I'm always buying cards. Right now, tag is only grading cards from 2000 forward. So I mean, I would put all my cards in tag slabs. Actually, when I went down to Burbank, I took 260 cards with me 
200 were raw, like approximately 200 were raw and 60 were graded by PSA, VGS or SGC. And I took them because I thought, well, you know, I'd love to get them slab, but it was very uh, presumptuous of me because there was no time and I, I can't skip the line. So I brought 252 or so of those cards home with me and um, but eight of them did get slabbed. So uh, how will I balance it? I'm going to still buy cards. You're still going to see cards in PSA and BGS slabs on my Instagram um, because I'm a collector and you're not going to get the collector gene out of me. And I'm going to show you a couple of cards later that I bought in Burbank that are that are in competitor slabs. But it is what it is. You know, I, I think that's OK. But I can tell you that when I when I when I can get my my uh, submission order in, I'm going to uh, get several of my cards. Uh, you know, I'll either break them out of uh, of other slabs and put them in, or have my raw cards graded by tag. Because for me, for my eye, this is the nicest. It's the nicest slab going, and it's the most consistent and reproducible grading that we have at our at our. Uh, that we have available to us in the hobby. And that's what I value. And again, these are the, these, that's one of the reasons why I joined tag. I, I believe in it so much guys. Like I've left my career and I've invested money in the equity of tag. I've got skin in the game. Like I'm all in, I'm all in on tag. Uh, and because I just believe in it so much from, from the, the people, the technology, the, the vision of the company, everything. It's like, I couldn't have found a better home for myself. I'm a little under the weather today too, so uh, pardon me if my voice starts to uh, starts to fall. Joe, anything anything to jump up in well, which I can take a break? I know we want to talk about you know the macro and Burbank and just other stuff, but I I did purchase a uh, a forty card order with Tag, uh, so I'm an early adopter. I got a, a cool swag bag, and I've been um, taking some time to try to you know think about which cards I want in that first. Uh, that first shipment and uh you know they make it so easy um i i think that's one of the the benefits with with the way that they're doing the shipping but um you know thinking about which cards because it is um somebody asked about vintage and uh i'm a pretty big vintage guy so i'm having to focus on 2000 and up um raw cards that aren't already in slabs i'm not going to crack anything at this point but um i have plenty to choose from and so i'm thinking about things like um you know the the centering surface issues doing my best to kind of eyeball what looks like it would um work well but for the most part i'm thinking about pc cards and cards that i think that would look good in that um slab that you just showed you know the aesthetics um the clarity um amazing uh you know we've talked a little bit before about csg but i think tag takes it a step further with the translucence of the actual plastic um covering the card so Anyway, I'm looking forward to that. And I guess I'm ahead of you in line now, Jeremy. So, you know, better. You are. You are ahead of me. So congratulations on that. Uh, Hockey Barn says, will Tag ever move into vintage? I think the answer is yes. I mean, there's going to be a roadmap for Tag and certain things that, that Tag wants to invest its its capital into. And it can't do everything at once. But I think moving back in time is definitely on the agenda. CC says, hope you and Tag can be at the next expo. I do too. Certainly do. James says they literally just pasted the scale on IG right now. There we go. Maybe because I mentioned it and uh, Matthew Cook of Tag maybe just, oh, and there he says it right there. The grading scale is posted. I think that's Matthew. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Toa says the best part of the label design is that it doesn't distract or take away from the card. Other slabs fight for attention with the card. Yeah, I can't say it any better than that, Toa. It, uh, you know, one one of the, one of the mission uh, 
missions of tag when and this is what the fellows who designed it told me was that they wanted to make sure that the that the slab showcased the card and wasn't about the slab it wasn't about the label or or any other design uh, elements and you know i think i think they did a great job of just you know keeping it to what needs to be on there and uh even even the the branding at the top there the tag logo at the top you know of course it's prominent top middle but it's still pretty small and i think that's really nice um so when I first saw the slab for the very first time in at the beginning of March, I was blown away. I was blown away, just like I, I'm sure a lot of you guys are with, since you've seen it. Cards and comics says, will Heritage Auctions sell tag cards? And that's a great question for Heritage Auctions. But in my role as uh, vice president of business development, that's something I'm going to work on. I think that I think that all the auction houses um, are, are going to eventually carry and be willing to sell tag slabs or cards in tag slabs. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen tomorrow, but it might happen you know, it'll happen as soon as as soon as we can have some discussions with them and they can, you know, come and have a tour of the tag facility, see what the company's all about, meet more of the team. And and really, you know, I think we I think that I think that we have to earn the trust and the confidence of the hobby and especially the people that that have brands that they'd align with us by carrying the tag slabs. And I mean, listen, I wouldn't have joined tag if I wasn't, you know, as confident as I could possibly be that that would happen. Uh, Jeff Hart, welcome to the show, guys. Jeff Hart will be our guest on Sports Cards Live on uh, two Saturdays from now. So, Jeff, looking forward to having you on the show. Uh, Yelia says, would I consider cracking existing PSA slabs to cross over to tag slabs? 100% I would. I mean, first of all, I think that the tag slab is the, is again, I, li I like it more than I like the, the PSA slab. And I'm not going to say anything bad about PSA. I mean, I've been buying PSA slabs for years and years, and I've got a lot of value tied up in P cards that are in PSA slabs. And PSA and BGS and SGC all have done a great job of bringing the, the grading industry to where it is today. What TAG is doing is bringing innovation to it. And what TAG is doing is bringing automation. TAG is not looking to change the grading scale. What was once near mint should still be near mint. Gem mint, all the grades. TAG is simply... Tag is simply applying automation to the to the existing um, grading standards that we've all been used to, and and with automation comes consistency and reproducibility, and I think that's uh, pretty awesome. But you know, this card right here, these two cards right here, we're in we're in PSA slabs, and uh, we broke them out that Wednesday night before Burbank and slabbed them by tag. And uh, I mean, I wouldn't put them back. I'll tell you that much. I think they look great in here. So this is a rookie year. Uh, Connor McDavid, Precious Metal Gems, the employee purple version, numbered out of 150. And this is a 2014 Fleer Showcase Skybox Premium Rubies, Wayne Gretzky. This is numbered out of 50. And it, it's a tag 7.5 with a 732. 732, I believe, is a pretty weak 7.5. Uh, if you look at the grading scale on the tag account on Instagram, you'll see that sevens, run from i believe it's uh 676 to 724 and 7.5s or 725 to 775 or right in there i might be off by a single digit but um that's what that came back so i'm uh quite quite happy with with how they look in these slabs nathan says very original and professional labor qr appearance i like the look yeah nathan the whole purpose of the qr code is that you can scan that with your phone and it will take you to what we call the dig. You guys are going to have to get ready. You guys are all going to have to get ready to learn a little bit of new lingo in the hobby. Dig. Dig means digital image and grading report. I think it's 
going to be, you know, exclusive to tag. That's what we're calling it, the dig report. But it's going to show you exactly why your card got the grade that it did. All of the all the defects on the card, where they are, uh, how big they are. It's going to show you. See, we we at tag we don't have four subgrades like uh, Beckett, for example, does. Beckett has four subgrades, and I think that uh, CSG used to also offer four subgrades. I don't think they offer subgrades anymore. Tag does have subgrades, but we at Tag, we have eight subgrades. And that makes a lot more sense to me because the front of the card is almost completely different than the back of the card. And let's face it, you can't look at both of them at the same time unless you have two sets of eyes or you're doing it digitally. So Tag offers, and it's not on the, it's not on the slab itself, but you scan the QR code, it takes you to the dig report, and you will see centering score for both front and back on a thousand point scale, edges, corners, and surface. So we give eight subgrades and we also give the dimensions to a thousandth of an inch on the vertical and the uh, the horizontal, the height and the width of the card. So you know exactly how your card measures, which I think is, is a pretty cool feature as well. What do you, okay, I need a break, Joe. What do you think about eight subgrades and, and the fact that they're on the dig report? Well, I've heard this from a lot of people in the hobby. They don't know why their card got the grade they got the card got and and so when i was looking at the dig report with with matthew and he was kind of showing me so here you see you know a surface dimple or or a pit uh on this particular one it's like oh it's right there okay and maybe maybe i couldn't see that with my naked eye but i see it there you know it it doesn't uh it doesn't necessarily i i think my initial fear was like it might impact the card's grade um disproportionately to industry standard, but that's not the case. Um, even even cards where you could see a few small surface um, issues uh, on the dig report with their sort of, I guess it's magnetic imaging or something, I don't know what it is, but um, it, it just was helpful to feel like you could really point to the particular attributes of the card um, that led to the grade that it ended up getting. So I think, I think that's gonna um, demystify a lot of, uh, uh, questions that collectors have um, about why a card got a particular grade because they'll they'll actually be able to see it. And, yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, a couple other things I saw, and I'm I'm way behind in comments, but that's the way it is. But I did see one where uh, somebody asked what were what were the PSA grades on these cards. I I should have mentioned that before. It's a very logical question to ask. So the Gretzky was a PS. Uh, the Gretzky was a PSA seven. So it's a it's a tag seven point five. And, you know, one thing I'll, I'll call to attention in terms of comparing the grades is that it's a 7.5, but it's also a 732. 732 is a week. This is a week 7.5. So if it was going to be a 7 like it was by PSA, it could have been up to a 725. So I would say that this is 7 one-thousandths different than a minimum of 7 one-thousandths different than what PSA assigned it as. So... I mean, take that information, do what you want with it, but it's a it's a 7.5. And uh, similarly, the Connor McDavid was a PSA 8. It's a tag 8.5. It's an 8.59, which is about a medium 8.5, right? Because 8.5 would go from uh, 8.26 to uh, 8.75. So it's a bit better than a medium or an average 8.5. And this was a PSA 8 uh, by, well, by PSA. Uh, okay, but I want to run through some of these questions because there's a lot of good ones here and uh, I'm just so behind on them. Um, okay, we did Toa. 
Jeff Hart, good evening. Oh, no, we did that already. Nathan Arnold, okay, here we are. Michael Ham says, each company offers grading for different reasons. I've not seen a slab in the hobby, but Tag is the only company innovating. Okay, thank you for that, Michael Ham. Brian Adams says, I got 10 cards ready to go to ne next week to Tag, and I'm looking forward to it. Awesome, Brian. Be sure to, like, you know, show them on Instagram or something. I'd love to see what cards you got graded by Tag um, and and how, how they look in the holders. I'm sure they're going to look great. Uh, MM says, so cards produced 2000 plus has tighter tolerances. I, I don't really know how to address that comment. Hockey cards. Good evening to you. Les Edwards says, boys, good to see you. Jeremy, have they graded? Have they graded and thick patch cards yet? So no thick cards tag is only grading up to 55 point cards currently. But as I said, with vintage thicker cards are on the priority list and we'll be getting there as soon as we possibly can. MM, how will tag handle older cards as far as trimming alterations. Uh, so, you know, we'll figure that out or we'll speak to that once we are actually uh, processing older cards. Facebook user, I think my McDavid Future Watch Auto Black would look slick in that slab. Oh, for sure it would, for sure it would. Will they grade modern non-sports, says uh, Hockey Barn. Um, I believe so. That's a good, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> That's a good question. I'm not sure off the top of my head. If uh, anyone from TAG is in the chat and can answer Hockey Barn's question, please go ahead and do so. Facebook user says, will TAG look to having an international presence or just stick to the realms of the U.S. and Canada? Oh, we're going international. Let me tell you that. TAG will be going international and um, like, like something you're not expecting. I'll just leave it at that for now, but we will be going international. Hockey Card says, I love that they don't use a 9.5 grade and also have a pristine the grading scale is perfect. Oh, that's great to hear, Hockey Cards, that you think that the grading scale is perfect. I like it too. I wasn't sure at first if having a 9.5 would make sense or not. Um, I'm okay not having it. I think that, uh, I think that you know, PSA obviously being the industry leader as far as human grading companies goes, doesn't have a 9.5, and I'm sure that was well thought out. Um, and I've just heard that people just want to know if their card is gem mint or not. Is, is it, if it's a gem mint, it should be a 10. I, but what, what TAG does is it has a it has a 10 which is 926 to 975 and then 975 to 1000 is a pristine 10 so it's still a 10 though okay um thanks guys for your patience and joe for your uh, patience as i run through these things bubblegum says tag has arrived and the psa fanboys are getting scared their precious gems are going to dip like that's an interesting comment right there uh bubblegum because you know count myself count myself as as you know I was a PSA fanboy because I thought the PSA was the best at what they were doing. And I've got lots of cards in PSA slabs and I'm going to continue to have lots of cards in PSA slabs. Once I can get them into tag slabs, I'm going to, I mean, as I've said, I'm all in on tag. So uh, cards and comics will tag grade sheet cut cards. I think the answer is simply no for that cards and comics. I don't think that we're going to do that. I don't think it's a good look for the brand. And I think that the brand needs to be protected. And uh, and I think that's one way to do it. Chad Shipper, thank you so much for the congrats, Joe. Chad's saying hi to you too. And Bobby Burrell says, Tag's advanced technology may one day assist in pack authentication. Your thoughts? Oh, I don't know, Bobby. Right? I mean, not with the technology that, that Tag has right now, because that technology is there to grade cards, not authenticate whether a wax pack was ever opened previously. So... I, I don't know, but 
if technology is available to authenticate wax packs, I think tag will be at the leading edge of innovation at techno, 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 technological innovation in the hobby. And it would almost make sense for tag to do it if it can be done. But that's, I don't think that's even on the roadmap right now, but you never know what the future holds. MM says, how is tag different from, how is tag different from CTA, which is dis, defunct with their computerized zones, similar process, different nomenclature. I've never heard of them. I can't speak to that MM. I have no idea what that is. So I'm just going to pass on that question. Uh, Hockey Barn, will there be a Canadian submission center like PSA has in place? I think the short answer is yes. Um, I think you'll see a Canadian operation, um, you know, being able to handle Canadian submissions, uh, hopefully as soon as possible. Mike Petty, the only lingo I know is pop for population. Do my cards pop? When will my cards pop? What is the pop? I don't know about this dig stuff. Well, yeah, how could you know about it, Mike? We're, you know, Tag is introducing it. Other other new lingo I think you guys need to start understand or just being cognizant of, and this doesn't just apply to Tag. This applies to all sports cards and non-sports cards. Two things that Tag considers when they're grading cards. Number one, with ESW, edge surface wear, and CSW, corner surface wear which it's almost like too obvious to talk about. But when you're looking at the corner of a card or the edge of a card, you know, the edge is what you look at, you know, kind of when you're holding it like this, right? But the edge surface wear and corner surface wear are ways to, you know, when a, when an edge or a corner is worn, it impacts the surface as well. So is that surface or is that corner? Which, which, which subgrade is it? So I think that TAG solved that by identifying these these metrics called edge surface wear and corner surface wear. So um, I've already started talking about those when I do the PWCC show and looking at cards and talking about, hey, I see some edge surface wear there, some corner surface wear, and just makes it so much easier to describe the condition of a card. Todd McDonald, are you able to give any details for how long it takes the system to scan and compute the score? I can guess, I can guess, um, but I can't tell you exactly. I think you know, for the for the image capture system to capture the images is probably, and if anyone from TAG can help out, uh, 15 seconds maybe to compute the score. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, how long does it take a computer to run something through the algorithms? It, it can't be that it can't take that long, but I have no idea how long it takes the soft this the 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 software that was that was built to process the data captured by the image by the image capture. And CC, can you share what the PSA? Oh, I just, I did that already. Thank you for that. Skeppy says, realistically and objectively, where do you see TAG in five years from today? What are the biggest potential challenges that you see in that time frame? That's a great question. Um, and that, you know what? If I answer this honestly, I'm going to seem so bullish about things and you guys might, you know, I, don't, I just, but let me, let me, let me say it like this. In five years, Again, you guys have to understand where, where I'm coming from. I've, I'm, I'm going all in on TAG. Like, that's how much I believe in it. And um, so in five years, I think that TAG will be the leading automated grading company uh, in the space. Will it be the leading grading company in the space? I mean, that's a big mountain to climb, right? You know, PSA and, and, and Beckett and SGC, they've been around a long time. And these guys have been, uh, they've got a lot of loyal customers and they've got, they've, built their brands up over 30 years. So um, I'm not willing to say that. I think Tag will be the number one grading company in the whole space within five years, but I also don't think it's impossible. So take that for what it's worth. And the biggest 
potential challenges that I see in that time frame. Well, it's really gaining the confidence and the trust of the market. That's something that we have to do. And uh, we're very focused on that. Jerry says, how do you convince someone who has never graded their cards before to try out tag? That, I think that comes down to the value proposition that tag is offering, Jerry. And, uh, you know, for me, it, it doesn't take long for me to say what I'd want to say to try to convince somebody. Um, but really, you know, number one, you got to do what you're comfortable with. Number two, if you value consistent and reproducible grading um, that has no human uh, subjectivity or bias at all, uh, then tag is for you. You know, I mean, that, I think that's all I can really say about it. Uh, obviously, our slab speaks for itself. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll throw in a couple. I mean, sure. good as the ta as as the slab looks, you know, in in a sort of virtual world. Once you hold it, I think that's going to be a huge selling point. Just you know, the 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 feel of the slab, um, and and the aesthetics in person, um, all of that. And then secondly, just the way. So you know, I've I've graded through the years with BGS and PSA, and I've always felt like there's an impediment in terms of shipping and, and and kind of feeling comfortable with the whole the whole process um as I, as it was explained to me with with tag you're you're really you're getting all the shipping supplies sent to you and and i think that basically means shipping is free um along with insurance if, if i'm understanding it correctly and so um as i'm getting my cards ready they're going to send something out to me. They're going to know the cards I'm grading before they even ship me the supplies. And then I'm going to ship, uh, just, you know, get them all set up and, and all the materials that they provide, the sleeve, um, the, the card saver, their own versions of all of that, ship it back to them. And so that convenience of feeling like it's all just sort of processed in a streamlined way, that's a big selling point for me, along with the slab, along with the consistency or, uh, what was that word you used, Jeremy? Reproducibility. Yeah, let me explain that. So what, what, what I mean and what we mean by reproducibility is that you can send in the same card to tag like a thousand times and you're going to get the same grade a thousand times. We have a tolerance of eight one thousandths of, of, of movement, you know, if between submissions of the same card, but we don't want your resubmissions. We believe that if you pay us to grade your card, we should do it right the first time and you should not have to pay us to do it right the second time. So there's going to be no appeal. You can't appeal the grade. You can't resubmit the card. We want your card once. We'll slab it. We'll grade it properly the first time. And, and that's it. You know what you know what you have there. Also, there's no upcharges with tag. You know, it takes the same amount of time, the same amount of supplies to grade each card. So uh, that's another thing I think that a lot of people like is that there's no upcharges. Uh, moving on. Lapper says, does the dig report show the deduction value for each blemish? So... I thought it did, but when I looked the other day, I didn't see it on there. So I'm not sure if it does or doesn't. Um, again, if anyone from TAG can let me know and answer that question. And you know, it may or it may not. It, it may not. There, you know, TAG, it, TAG is 10 years in the making, right? This thing has been, this thing has been being built for uh, 10 years. And there's a lot of investment that's gone into it. There's a lot of proprietary uh, like IP in, in the, in the, in TAG. So some things are not going to be shared that are, you know, the, that is, that is the proprietary formulas and that kind of thing. But I think in time, if, if you look at your card 
and you kind of, even if you were to take cards from other grading companies, break them out and send them to tag, you'd get an idea uh, as to how well tag is grading relative to, you know, the industry standard. And if you can remove the inconsistencies and the human nature of the human grading companies, then, you know, you'd have a baseline to compare it to. I know that could be tough to do, but hopefully with a large enough sample, uh, you could do that. Uh, keeping on with the uh, with the, the, po the comments here, Brian Adams says, I plan on showing them off everywhere. Awesome. Thank you for that, Brian Adams. Um, the storage room will tag me at the Toronto Card Expo for submissions. I don't know if... I don't know yet for sure storage room, but uh, trust me, if I, if I can influence that, you know we will because I love the Toronto Expo. Mid-Atlantic says, I don't see anything like PSA's authentic authenticity guarantee on TAG's website. Is there an authenticity guarantee? I believe that there is. Uh, you might have to look at the terms and conditions uh, to see, but um, yeah, TAG, just like any grading company, TAG is not going to... Uh, uh, we don't want to grade or, or let me rephrase. We don't want to slab any card that is not authentic. Tag did answer a question. Yes, we are grading modern non-sports, tops Pokemon, Marvel, etc. The reason why we're not doing um, rounded corner Pokemon yet, that's why uh, That's why in this comment here, I believe it's Matthew says um, tops Pokemon because they have 90 degree corners. But rounded corners is a very high priority for Tag to be able to do. So hopefully that'll be very soon. Uh, next up, I wonder if 1,000 total points is possible to achieve in the grade. Yeah, that's a good question. I, someone asked me last night if Tag has ever had a, a card go through the system and come out 1,000. I just don't know the answer to that, so I can't tell you, but I think it is possible. I think it's possible. Matt Pime says, does Tag have a mobile grading and slabbing unit that would be a huge, that would be huge at area shows for more far more desirable than RCR services. It's a fun, funny thing that you bring that up, Matt Pime, because uh, that's something that we want to get be able to do for sure. Uh, Mike Petty says, I'm not a PSA fanboy. I still have 75% of my collection in their slabs. I'm paraphrasing, but uh, thanks for the comment, Matt, Mike Petty. And James Fertitta says, maybe a deep question, but how does TAG account for different card stock types and grading? Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what takes 10 years to build an automated grading system. You can't just do it right away. And tag has solved for that. Hey, uh, birds on the bat. Julian's happy to see you, Joe. What's up, Julian? All right, I'm trying to get through to the bottom of the comments. I think we're getting close here. Michael Ham, is tag grading modern and vintage on the same grading scale? Well, we're only grading modern right now, Michael Ham. So once we start grading vintage, um, I don't know what the answer to that will be. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Mike Petty, how much is it going to be to tag my cards? So the early bird pricing was between $19 and $29, depending on which package you bought. We did 10, 20, and 40 card packages. And we did uh, uh, 15, 30, and 60-day turnaround time. So it just depends where you fell there, between $19 and $29. Tag says, uh, the computation happens in a few seconds. All in all, front and back takes about 30 seconds to grade. So there you have it, uh, to Todd McDonald's question from earlier. Uh, birds on the bat. Jeremy, where's the tag advertisement in the background? It's right here, right here on my chest. I wore my tag shirt for uh, for this episode. <coughs> CC says, you don't need to wait five years for tag to be number one in the digital grading space. You are number one right now. Thank you, CC. Facebook user says, how often does the software have to be calibrated? And if something seems off, does the software stop altogether? 
Great question. I do not know the answer to that. Uh, that would have to be one of our, our tech guys, unfortunately. Like I said earlier, everybody, I wish I had all the answers, but I don't. I've literally been with the company uh, since Thursday. So a week, set nine days, maybe it is. And um, and I don't know. I, I know a lot, but I don't know. I don't know everything for sure. Mike Petty, appreciate you. I'm looking forward to giving it a try. Lapper says shipping does have a cost in Canada. I believe I paid $50 for mine to come back. And obviously no shipping costs to go down there and priority both ways. So yeah, within the US, shipping is free. Uh, Canada has an extra shipping charge. But you know, once we have an operation set up in Canada, either we have a grading operation or we have a submission center, um, shipping will likely be free as well. And I say likely, please don't hold me to that. Seb Menard says, will a company like PSA let another one grow without trying to buy them? In other words, would TAG refuse an offer they cannot refuse? I mean, great question, Seb. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. Let's see if PSA makes an offer to TAG to buy TAG. And, and then we can have, we'll maybe have an answer to the question. I don't know. I hope it doesn't happen. I want to I be involved working with TAG, working with the senior management and the whole team at TAG for the next 20 years. I, that's my personal desire. Um, so I don't know. But I do wonder if, if, uh, if, a, if one of the incumbent grading companies were to get into automated grading, what does that do to the to their to the, the millions of cards already out there in their in their slabs? And I just don't know what they would do about that. But there's some smart people running those companies. I'm sure they could figure it out. And here we go. Tag uh, probably Matthew has answered Lapper's question. Uh, yes, some deductions are shown. So we're talking about the penalties assigned to defects on the card that are that are um, that are uh, picked up by the system. He says some of the deductions are shown, but they are pre-algorithmic. So they don't necessarily equate to a point-by-point -point deduction from the thousand-point scale. Yeah, thank you, Matthew, for that clarification. Troy says consistent grading and no upcharge is huge. I love tag. Oh, that's a new hashtag. I love tag. Troy, you, Troy, you get credit for coming up with the I love tag hashtag. That is, that is, you are the, you are the originator of that Troy's collectibles. Birds on the bat says, if there's an eight one thousandth variation between regrades and my card missed a half grade bump within that margin, then I couldn't, then couldn't I have a case to get it reviewed? Good question, Julian. Um, I don't, I think if you read the terms and conditions that that is addressed in them. So have a look and, and I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know them off by heart right now, but that has been thought about and addressed. Trevor Leconte, do, sorry, we need you guys out in Virginia at the, at the Dulles show. Keep up the great work, Jeremy. Thank you, Trevor. And I hope that we can be at all the important shows, not important, all the shows. I mean, the, the ones that are big enough for us to come to in due course. So please be patient and, uh, and um, have faith we'll get there. Mike Petty says, I never understood the upcharge system. It's the main reason. It's the main reason I don't use those other companies. Um, and Tag then says, we have not yet had a thousand point card, but it is definitely possible. I believe our highest official grade has been a 987 thus far. That equates to a 10 pristine. Thank you, Matthew. Hockey Barn says, takes a strong, brave man Wears no Oakland A shirt these days. <laughs> is that what you were laughing at a few minutes ago, Joe? Yeah, I saw the comment come through. It is a vintage Oakland A's, circa the the three championships in a row, <laughs> seventy two through seventy four. But fair, 
Fair point. Nice. Uh, Toa says, off topic, not sure if you've touched on the Leaf accusations against PSA. Any thoughts? Will Brian possibly come on to address? Um, Have not touched on that, Toa, and uh, just have no comment on that that tonight. And I don't know if Brian will come on. He was just on a couple weeks ago, so probably be a couple months till I have him back on. And if that's still newsworthy, maybe he'll address it. Level Up Sports Cards, who I want to thank them for uh, for the cap they gave me at the Burbank show, says we displayed a tag card at our table during the but bu- sorry during the Burbank show, and the number one question since we got back in the office is when can we send our when can we send you cards for tag? It's love at first dig report. <laughs> That's great, uh, Level Up. Thank you so much, and you know appreciate that. And I have to ask. So <clears throat> I mentioned earlier during the Burbank show. I gave away four tag slabs to people in the show. And I can't, I, I only remember two of the people I gave them to. I'm trying to remember who else I gave them to. Level up. Did I give you one? They were all the same card. They were Connor McDavid uh, scoring Kings. That's what they were. I had four. I got four of the same card slab because I thought it'd be cool to show people four of the same card and just how they grade differently. Again, gave away four of them. I, I remember two of the people I gave them to. I made a note of it here somewhere. And I can't remember two of the other people so if if you're one of them please let me know mike petty says dig it todd mcdonald says the technology looks amazing i'm sure the system will be able to spot fakes easily with all the real images it has to compare against yeah should hopefully be helpful in doing that peter chow late to the show and not sure if it's been covered jeremy do you know if and when tag will grade cards with autos yeah future watches i mean peter trust me when i went to when i went to the office the day before the night before the um the burbank show I took a few cards to show Steve Cass, our founder, to say, hey, like these are cards that people are people are going to want to send in. And I had like pack pulled autos and pack pulled autos are high on the list of being able to grade. So, you know, just save those cards for us. Be patient. We will get there and and we'll get those cards slapped up. It'll it'll it's just not today, but it'll be as soon as we possibly can. We know that that one is very important. Hockey Barn, talking about your shirt, Joe. Looks to be in better condition than, than their stadium. <laughs> and <coughs> Seb says, will you move closer to Tag's office and root for the LA Kings instead of the Flames? Come on, Seb. You know I'm not going to root for the Kings over the Flames, number one. Will I move to LA? No, I'm not planning to move to Los Angeles at this time. You know, just because of my family situation, it's not really uh, practical for me to move there right now. But I have committed it's funny, the night before the Burbank show, Wednesday night, I flew into LA, got to the tag office. I don't know what time it was, say six o'clock, had a bite to eat. And uh, and then I sat down with Steve Cass, the founder, in his office from like 7.30 till 2.30 a.m. We were in there really talking about my role and, you know, just coming to our deal. And uh, and what one of the things that I that we agreed to and that I've committed to is to basically spend a third of my time in L.A., now I'm gonna have to balance out with traveling. I'll be at the I'll be at the Vegas Industry Summit at the end of this month and the beginning of October. I will be with Tag at the Del Mar Show in San Diego in the middle of October. So I'm gonna be doing more travel than ever uh, with and for Tag. And so um, you know I will be in LA probably monthly, if not if not uh, you know every second month. If I'm doing a lot of travel for shows. Uh, maybe I'll have to take a month off being there, but um, I'll be in LA quite a bit. 
And Level Up says it wasn't me. I had the Quinton Byfield, but I gave it back to Michael. Oh yeah, I remember you had the Byfield uh, Young Guns at your at your booth. All right, we're we're at the bottom of the comments. That's great. Okay, bottom of the comments. So first, I'm just gonna say, guys, thank you for all the questions. Um, I appreciate them. You know, it's gonna be my 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 mandate, my personal mandate to. Uh, to just answer as much as I can for you guys when you want to know about it. Listen, obviously, I'm I'm going to be a big fan of tag. Uh, I already am. I have been since I met these guys, and I'm 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 super excited that uh, that they were you know willing and 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 desiring to bring me on to the team. I uh, couldn't have found a better team to join. I believe in this thing so much, um, and you know, for the record, like. I've invested my money into the company as well. I don't want to pretend I haven't. I don't want, I want to be transparent that way. I am an equity investor in the company. And uh, so like, to me, that just, it tells me that I believe in this thing and I just can't wait till we go back in time and we can, we can grade cards from the nineties, the eighties, thicker cards, autograph cards, all these things, TCG, once we start to scale internationally. Um, and then of course, winning the trust uh, and the confidence of the hobby that we are grading properly and grading, um, you know, in line with with industry standards, with, with with the grading standards that have been in existence for 30 years, as far as third party grading goes, but also, you know, and maybe this doesn't make sense, but previous to that, when, you know, you went to a card shop and I had a card shop from 1991 to 94 and we didn't have grading back then. So, you know, me as the, as the card shop owner, I'd have to look at the card and I'd say, oh, this is VG or this is VJX or X or near mint or near mint mint or whatever it was. There was no gem mint back then that I remember. Maybe there was there a gem mint, Joe, back in the 80s and the 70s. Was there such a thing or was it just mint? It was Mr. Mint. It wasn't Mr. Jim Mint. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. So, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't remember that, but in any event, you know, that's what tag is doing. We're simply applying automation to the existing grading standards and, um, and consistency and reproducibility. And to me, that's super, super important. I don't, I never really liked the game that people, listen, the game's the game. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Right. And I understand people do it, but a lot of people make a living or at least make a good side hustle by buying cards that are undergraded, resubmitting them and getting a higher grade, often with the same company. And that never sat well with me. And I don't think it should sit well with anybody because why is that? Like what, what, I just don't, I just, I don't, I never liked that about it, but it's, it's, you know, we still wanted our cards graded. We wanted them third-party graded. We have to always remember why grading, why grading started in the very first place. What what was the impetus for grading to, to happen when it was first when it first began by whether it was SGC or PSA that started it in the mid to early 90s? Why was it? And the reason was because of the advent of the internet and people were starting to buy and sell cards at a much higher frequency, sight unseen. So we need you needed to have an idea of what you were gonna get. And the third-party grading service allowed a seller to not have to describe their card and maybe be inaccurate or not, not be able to hide a blemish or a defect on the card from the buyer. And the buyer could be comfortable knowing what they were going to get. That's why grading came about in the first place. 
And TAG is simply looking to continue that tradition. This is me talking, not the company, by the way. So I should say, I believe that's what I like about TAG. I perceive it that way. Um, I would let our founder, Steve Cass, you know, maybe share a differing opinion as to what, you know, how he sees TAG. But to me, through from what I've seen, that's what TAG is doing. We are simply trying to give the hobby consistent and reproducible grading. So, okay. Um, back to a few more comments here. Lee Haskins says, I heard you talk tag in a few videos. Not sure how they will play a role in my collecting. Can you tell me how they should be a part of my collecting? I mean, I think I've been doing that for the past half hour or so, Lee. So, um, <clears throat> maybe rewind, but if you already have car, if you already get cards graded, um, then that's how they should be a part of the, a part of your graded card collection. Uh, nice slabs, consistent, and accurate, consistent, reproducible grading. Hockey card says, can we get a video of some card getting graded multiple times so we can see it getting the same grade? Um, maybe. I don't see why not. I don't see it. I don't see why not. Uh, timing of that, I can't make any promises. But to the tag team, please take note of this question. I think it's it would sure help out uh, in the area of transparency. Brian Adams says, I know for sure tag will be number one. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Triple V says, with tag having an advanced price, an advanced proprietary imaging tech, is there a possibility for TAG to take a collaborative approach with companies such as JSA to authenticate autographs? I mean, I would just say TAG is open for business. TAG is open to conversation. So don't count anything out at this point. Lapper says, can you speak at all to the authentication side of the TAG process? Um, you know, if you're talking about authenticating the card before it goes into the slab, I'm not an authenticator, nor am I a grader. Tag doesn't even have graders. Tag has operators. Um, but I shouldn't say it. Tag does have people with grading experience. Let me just make that clear. But as far as speaking at all to the authentication side of the tag process, I would have to leave that to the um, to the team who actually does it because I am not, I am not uh, qualified to answer that. Um, I will say that... One of the reasons why TAG is not going back before 2000 at this point is because of that. I believe that's one of the reasons. So authentication is right in our name and it's extremely important to get it right. So um, I'll just have to leave it at that for now, Lapper. But I think that uh, I think that we're going to do as good a job as any other company in the space does as far as authenticating goes. Brian Adams says, for me, if I see a card I want on eBay and it's in a TAG slab, I would have no problem paying PSA prices for it. Well, listen, same here, Brian, same here, because <coughs> once, once the buy side of the hobby is comfortable that TAG is grading in accordance with industry grading standards, then again, buy the card, not the slab, right? And at the end of the day, the TAG slab is, in my opinion, far superior to any other slab on the market, my opinion, I'm not talking, I'm not, slap, Tag isn't saying that, Jeremy Lee is saying that. Um, I would too, I would too. Hockey Barn says, I admit I never watched the five-part series on Tag, but this hour has me convinced to give Tag a shot. Tag young guns to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> Hockey Barn, they look so good in the Tag slab. Let me show you guys two other cards, the other two cards that I had tagged when I was in Burbank. Do you got the Brady? Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I do, but I'm just where'd I put it? I'm, you oh, want to trade for that by any chance? 
Well, let me first uh, just change the screen layout here for a second so I can make myself bigger. Okay. Sorry, Joe. I had to minimize you. All right. So I'll show you guys first. This is the Brady that Joe is talking about. So this is a 2008 uh, Topps Chrome Red Refractor. This is numbered out of 25. It's a Tag 9, and it's a 893. So an eight nine, a, a 9 would be like an 876 to a 925. So it's just under an average. See, I love knowing this. I love knowing because if you guys have heard me talk about sports cards at all in the last two and a half years, you know that I'm always talking about it's, is it a strong for the grade? Is it weak for the grade? Is it average for the grade? Tag adds this extra level of accuracy to the grade. You get the industry standard because we want that. It's convenient. But you also get the tags, the tag grade out of 1,000, 893. So, you know, a 900 would be a, an average 9. An 893, so this is a bit weaker than an average 9. And this card, you know, on the back, it's numbered out of 25. You can see it right there so this is a this is a pretty sweet card i had it raw i bought it raw at a local local show and i thought wow that would look nice in a tag slab and boy was i right and the other card the fourth card that i got graded by tag was this and this is a this is a pretty cool card you guys this is a sydney crosby 2019 opichi platinum golden treasure so this is a one-on-one this is like your super fractor guys this is like your super fractor so this is a pretty big card, as you can see on the back. It's it's a it's a one one. It's not a rookie year or anything like that. It's it, it's from as I said, it's from 2019, so it's fourteenth year card or something like that. But still, a beautiful, uh, you know, what the hobby would, what the general hobby, the non hockey collectors would call super fractor in hockey. It's called the golden treasures, and uh, it's a nine. And this is an eight seventy seven. So it's pretty weak for a nine. Now listen, you know, people that have when you're selling a card, you may not tell your customer that, well, it's, you know, this is a nine, whether it's a PSA, BGS, SGC, CSG, any company, but hey, customer, it's a week nine, you know, so pay accordingly. Well, this actually tells you what it is. So both the buy side and the sell side know what they have. And I think that's wonderful as far as transparency goes. It's just that much more um, accurate. So I had this, this I had bought raw and uh, put it in the tag slab and uh, could not be happier with the way it looks in there. And then finally, the last, the last card I'll show you guys is not really a card, but this is pretty cool. This might be my, this might be my, my biggest pickup from the, uh, from the Burbank show. This is my tag badge, you guys. If you work for a tag, you get the tag badge. So it's got my, you know, it's got, of course, the tag logo, my name, my business, uh, my, my, my job title, all the socials. And then at the top, it just says Jeremy Lee. It says uh, Vice President of Business Development, Technical Authentication and Grading. Uh, it says tag in the middle. There's no numerical score. And it just says X badge. So the back is blank. That's my tag badge. We had these around our necks at the, at the show. Anyone who was there working the tag booth. All right. I'm going to bring you back full size, Joe. There you are. Let's go back to the comments here. Lee Haskins says, I kind of just joined. Do you have a tag graded card you can show? Yes, I do. Teapot says, tag team back again. Let's begin. Thank you and great to see you as always. Teapot. <laughs> Legion, thank you so much for the congratulations. I greatly appreciate it. Please remove the team bags. Please remove from the team bags. Um, okay. Adam Crawford thinks they look sick. Hockey card says they're stunning. They really are, guys, in hand. Uh, they are stunning. 
Josh Packham says, have any secondary marketplaces or auction houses agreed to sell tag cards or is that still in the works? As far as I know, still in the works, like we've talked to, we've talked to eBay, we've talked to PWCC. I mean, listen, I know people at all these companies. I've talked to them. Uh, we, we talked to them at the Burbank show. So I think, I th listen, I'm not going to be presumptuous and say it's going to happen, but I, th I mean, I think it's going to in due course. I think it's going to. Uh, Troy, yeah, thank you on the SID. Lee Haskins says, didn't SGC do the 100-point scale in the early days? I have a rookie, Dan Marino, and an SGC 9, also has a 96. So I can tell you that, yeah, they did have the industry standard grade, and they did have a 100-point grade, but there were not 100 points. They did not hit every number from 1 to 100. There wasn't the ability for them to give. I don't know what how many there were. Some An expert from the old days could tell us. But I think there, I think there was maybe like under twenty different grade points you could get on their one to hundred scale. Where tag, in all in all essence, tag really has a nine, excuse me, a nine hundred point scale. It goes from one hundred to one thousand. So I better be careful when I say it's a thousand point grading scale. But you know, it's just easier to to, to mention it that way. But yes, it's a it's a it's a nine hundred point grading scale from one hundred to one thousand. Jonathan West says, will tag clean surface before grading? Yeah, good question. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, tag, if you're, Matt, if you're out there, can you, if you know the answer, can you please share that? I had that same question. I'm going to assume no, but uh, I had that same question. Just Why yesterday. do you, why do you assume no? Just curious. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, part of the process for any grader to do anything they receive the card and then the card is graded but i could be wrong um so yeah if if matthew's out there or anybody but my my guess would be get your microfiber cloth out and do that yourself yeah so um i i actually am not i'm not on the same page as you joe i think that it would make sense for the grading company to you know spot a fingerprint and buffer it off or something or uh, that type of thing. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, that, that a grading company should remove gum wax or uh, any other residue, but maybe well, I shouldn't say any other residue because I guess a fingerprint would be, would be some residue. But if I, I would appreciate that as a submitter, wouldn't you? I would. I absolutely would. And I know, I remember from your videos, they do have the deionizer. I believe that little, one thing that would uh, make sure that there wasn't a, a speck or a piece of material in the slab, but that's a little different than I think what is being asked. So if, if they do, that's, that's great. Um, it's probably one of those things where you, you, you do well to do it yourself just to ensure hopefully the best possible grade. Just to ensure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Toa says, did you have to pay to get another badge? No, that's my first and only badge Toa. Uh, Grace the badge. I don't know what that means, Skeppy, but I, but okay. Thank you. Todd McDonald says the Crosby card looks stunning in that slab. It, it really does. Uh, Jake, welcome to the show says you may have covered this. Are you planning to get any of your PSA or BGS cards in tag slabs? Uh, 100%. Yes. I took 60 graded cards with me to Burbank. Um, I can't skip the line guys. Uh, I won't skip the line. It's just not fair to, to customers but I did get four cards graded for myself so that I could show them at the Burbank show and even show them tonight and, and elsewhere. I think that's fair. Uh, these two cards were, were uh, PSA slabs. Um, they were, uh, the McDavid was a PSA eight and the Gretzky was a PSA seven. So to your aunt, to your question, Jake, yes. And I mean, 
any card that I have that is graded by uh, another grading company that is eligible to be graded by tag, I would like to have in a, in a tag slot. Gerald Forche in the house. What's going on, brother? Great to see you. It was great seeing you at the Burbank show. Rocco Rosado <coughs> says, Jeremy, what changed your mind and convinced you that AI grading was possible? As I recall, you were assured that AI grading wasn't in the cards tech-wise and read from an academic study on the subject. Yeah, you're 100% right, Rocco. So about two years ago, I had a guest on the show by the name of Karn Rye. He might be in the audience. He was watching this earlier. Karn had commissioned a study at Queen's University to look into um, AI or automated grading of some sort. And I think that, and I think that the conclusion was that, actually, I believe that the conclusion was that it's possible, but would take millions of dollars. So fine, that is what it is. But I came away from that episode with Karn thinking it wasn't possible because how do you do the surface? You need to do this and this with the card, right? So what convinced me, Rocco, was I went to Tag's facility and I saw how they do it. I saw it in action back in March. And I was like, oh, it is possible. Listen, I'm a layman when it comes to this stuff. I only know what I'm told. And I didn't know all the facts back then. So so if you know, if anyone is concerned that I felt one way two years ago and I feel a different way now, I've been informed. I've learned. I've just become, I've had new information. So take it for what it's worth. But I know it's possible now. The other thing I want to call out here is that TAG will never use the term AI. TAG is not AI grading. TAG is automated grading. So take it for what it's worth. TAG, I, I, I'll say, I'll qualify this next comment by saying, I believe, I believe that TAG believes that TAG is, I'm sorry, I believe that TAG will tell everybody or, or will say that TAG is not doing AI grading. TAG is doing um, automated grading with, I believe, machine learning. So I don't know. At the end of the day, don't don't take anything I just said to be the fact because I am not the tech guy, but I am very comfortable saying that TAG does automated grading that is done by software. So I know that to be the fact. Michael Stone, good evening, says, just joined as well. Please rank the overall appearance of TAG compared to the big four. Um, well, if you're asking me, TAG is the nicest. Uh, it's, it's a clear-cut winner as far as the presentation overall of the card and the slab. So uh, TAG is number one. Um, if you want me to rank the overall appearance, rank the overall appearance of TAG compared to the big four. I'm just gonna, I, I don't want to rank the other four companies, but I'll just say I think TAG has a nicest slab and it's not even close for me. Um, <clears throat> actually, I do like I do like CSG's newer slab. I think that's the second nicest slab in the hobby. I'll put that out there. Triple V says that SGC does wipe down cards before grading. Foul five ball says lowest grade would be 100. I believe that is correct, uh, Jeremy. Seb says our tag cases thicker than PSA. Weight and volume is the main reason why I never wanted BGS slab. So great question. Let's uh, let's take a look at that right now. Where did I put them? <clears throat> I had a tag. Oh, here we go. Okay, so this is with not in a case, and here is a PSA slab. I'll just take this out of the team bag so tag is this one ps psa is this one so if i bring it all here let me make it bigger too sorry guys let me just make this bigger 
And let me get rid of the comments so that gives us some more screen room. Okay. So the tag slab is a little bit shorter. I've got them balanced on the bottom of my finger here, you guys. You can see that the, the PSA slab on this side is a little bit higher than the tag slab. And thickness, I mean, they're basically the same. I'd say they're the same. <coughs> Weight-wise, the tag slab is a little bit heavier for sure. And that's simply because it's a higher quality plastic. Mm. But there you go. Uh, thanks for that question. I hope that, that answered that for you, Seb. Uh, Wiss Collectible says, as to cleaning surfaces, if my memory is correct, hold on, sorry, Joe. If my memory is correct, they wouldn't be wiping cards down, but they have a, the ionization pen that cleans dust type stuff from the card. Yeah, good good call out there, uh, Wiz Collectibles. Uh, there, is a, there is a deionization process that happens with tag, car, with the card, with the slabs for sure. Uh, in terms of making sure that when you get a tag slab back, you're gonna, there's going to be no residue inside that slab. There's going to be no hair, no dust particles. It's going to be clean, you guys. Clean like the slab. So, And if it isn't, we'll fix it for you. But, I mean, I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> Bob's Big Boy says, is tag in it for the long haul, or are they hoping to get acquired by a national brand like Fanatics as an in-house grading solution that is essentially frictionless for customers? I mean, Bob's Big Boy... I'm in it for the long haul with tag. I hope tag is in it for the long haul because I think we have a great thing going here and uh, could be a major, um, you know, I'll use the term disruptor in the hobby, a, a technological disruptor in the hobby, uh, just like Uber was to taxis and Netflix to renting movies, et cetera. So uh, I certainly hope so. But, um, and, and I think that's the case. I think that's the case. Rocco says, will tag have a registry without one? They always lag. Um, yeah, TAG will definitely have a, a registry. It, TAG will also have a population report. And uh, both the, 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 the population report and the registry will be far superior to what you see with other grading companies in their current state. I can't tell you how they're going to change. But right now, the POP report that TAG has, is, is, is it's, it just has so many features that you don't see on other companies. Oh, Skip says, grade the badge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lee Haskins. I'm going to say it's pretty hard to bring a new grading company to the hobby. CSG is pretty new and still considered pretty low for collectors. Your thoughts? Um, like I've said, we need to earn the trust the trust uh, of the hobby and, and the confidence of the hobby. I think we can do it. We've got a great team. We've got a great product. We have consistent and accurate grading. Um, any other company that's come into the space does not have truly automated grading. No other company in the space, nobody that I know of, has actual 100% automated grading. There's always a hybrid involved. Tag said, uh, tag. So it's probably Matthew says, our current position on cleaning is we would like submitters to take care handling their cards before submitting. However, if there's a notif noticeable fingerprint on the card, then operators are instructed to carefully wipe it away in consideration of the customer. We do use deionizers on the slabs to remove any particulates before slabbing. <clears throat> Thank you, Matthew. Peter Chow asks, have you contacted the superior fit sleeve company so they can make a snug fit sleeve for the new slab? Great question, Peter. It's on, it's on my list of things to do, but I do have my tag slabs in uh, PSA superior fits and they fit very nicely. Um, like this is, this is in what this is in one of those and you can kind of, you can see how it comes, you know, how it comes. It, it, it's a perfect fit pretty much. Yeah. So, 
I don't know that we need to. We can maybe just piggyback off of uh, the PSA uh, version that Superior Fit makes. Oh, Matthew was continuing here saying, uh, so we do use deionizers to remove. I'm going to start here again. We do use deionizers on the slabs to remove any particulates before slabbing. Then operators are instructed to carefully wipe it away in consideration of the cup to customers. We do use deionize. Oh, it's the same comment twice. I'm sorry. He just hit enter twice. Lee Haskins says, <coughs> I made a comment, Jeremy, to one of your videos. AI grading is possible because of the technology of the defense industry, but that took 50 years. Don't think TAG can do AI grading. Yeah, TAG, TAG doesn't do AI grading, so we're on the same page there, Lee. Legion says, would have to agree from aesthetics perspective. Same here. Bob's big boy. That TAG clear label is quite the eye candy. Really makes the card stand out and has the clean look. I mean, that's... This is what one of the things I love about TAG, you guys, is the team there. I mean, never mind all of the newer employees that have been hired who I met them all in Burbank last weekend, but the senior management team led by Steve Cass. Um, and then you've got the three M's as, as we call them, the three M's, Michael, Mark, and Matthew Cook. Um, and then you've got Scott Maxwell. Um, and, and you've got Greg Harrison, who's not internal, but he's the lead architect. Um, you know, every detail, these guys, <laughs> these guys don't miss a detail. And I, it's so funny. Like I've had ideas. I've, I've, I've had ideas and I've said to one of the guys, you know, what about the, oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, we're doing that. Like, okay. So I have no original ideas. Like these guys have thought of everything. They have a great, uh, just a great team. And as I said, every, every detail. So the design of the slab was of critical importance because as collectors, they know that we collectors care how our cards look when we're looking at them, displaying them, showing them to friends, posting pictures of them. The presentation is so important. Travis Mader says, so you said you're willing to take your PSA 10s, crack them out and use tag. Yeah, 100% I am, Travis, 100% I am. Alan says, what happens if the card gets scratched when cleaning? Seems like a risk for the grading company. Do they charge extra? Uh, I don't think tag charge. No, we don't charge extra to clean it. If the card gets scratched when cleaning, I, you know, we would probably just compensate the, the customer for the value of their card. This is Jeremy talking, not on behalf of tag. I would have to look at our terms and conditions and um, I would think it's in there. So I can't answer if anyone from tag wants to answer uh, or is in the chat still and wants to answer, please go ahead and do so. Jake's toe says, why do all grading companies have three letter acronyms? What does tag mean? Tag means technical authentication and grading. That's why. I mean, um, to be honest, I I like it that way. I I, I don't have anything against a three-letter acronym for a grading company. Uh, it keeps it consistent. And the nice thing about tag is that you don't need. You're not saying tag. You know, you say PSA, BGS, SGC, CSG, HGA. You know, KSA, MNT. You don't say those with tag. You say tag. It's really a word. You can look at it like it's an acronym, but it's also a word. So think of it that way. And the answer to why is it's probably just convenient, Jake. So acronyms are uh, acronyms are convenient ways to communicate um, what would take longer to communicate. That's the whole purpose, purpose of an acronym. The Culster is in the house. When will the POP report be live? Great question. I don't know. I would say pretty. I would probably as soon as we start getting the early bird submission cards graded and we actually have... Uh, cards in the in the pop why no vintage asked colin murray uh we're not comfortable doing it yet colin we will only do something when we are comfortable and we know we can do it 
um, as well as anybody else can. Simple as that. So be patient. We will get there. Yankee fan. Tag does seem like a great bunch of people, and I think you will be a great addition. Thank you very much, Yankees fan. That's uh, it's really nice to hear. Appreciate your your encouragement and uh, and support. AJ, uh, where'd it go? Right here. AJ15. I remember in early tag video, they talked about expanding to Canada. Any word on that? Yep, talked about that earlier tonight. Um, it's going to happen. Tag will be in Canada, whether it's grading facility or submission. We will be in Canada. I'm in Canada, guys, so you know I'm pushing for that. So it'll it'll it's it's coming soonish. I can't tell you when though. Brendan Ryan, does tag use multi-spectral image technology and spot alterations on vintage cards? So again, we're not doing vintage yet, Brendan. And I don't know if we use multi-spectral image technology. That's not a term I recall hearing so far. Jay Costco says, I mentioned to Steve at the Burbank show that it may be a good idea to put a sleeve inside the slab as when brought to Southeast Asia or even Florida, the humidity can become a big issue. Great suggestion, Jay. And um, hopefully we're able to uh, to implement something like that. Um, but I I don't know for sure. <clears throat> Hockey Card says, Tag seems to be a design company as much as a grading company. And that is a great thing. Let me just add one thing to that. Tag is a tech company as well as a grading company. And it has some really talented designers on hand. So that just come, that's more of a consequence than, than like uh, by design, I would say. Not by design. I need a break. Joe, can you talk for a minute? <laughs> Sure. Um, let's see. Why, why let's don't you? See. I was going to say, if you don't have something lined up to talk about, I'm just going to mark where I was. Even show up, show one of your pickups from Burbank. Yeah. I, um, so um, we were down there in sunny Southern California, and it was it was lovely. Um, and I I did uh, most of what I picked up involved trades. So. Uh, I, I was able to get a few cards, um, really just uh, liquidating cards that were no longer of interest to me. Um, and uh, through both uh, the willingness of, of the dealers, really like just, just across the board, all the dealers, all the people behind the booths at the Burbank show were wonderful people, um, willing to, to do deals, willing to negotiate on prices. So, um, First, first card I'll show. I I, uh, I got in. I traded for. Um, I'm up here in the Bay Area, so uh, uh, a fan of the 49ers. So this is um, Joe Montana Flawless Ruby. Um, you can see. I think it's uh, numbered out of five. I like kind of how the uh, Ruby matches up with with uh, Montana's jersey and sort of the Niners colors, but an on-card autograph. Uh, Joe, wonderful name. Montana. I actually went to grad school in Montana, so uh, a little connection there. But that was um, a card that I got into with trade and cash, and uh, the dealer worked with me, kind of came down on price. Another big card I got into, um, and this this uh, was not necessarily an easy one, and this goes in the realm of buy the card, not the grade. Um, this was a uh, Wilt Chamberlain rookie card here, and Jerry, you saw you saw this one up close. It it presents really well. There is a pretty dinged up corner, but um, in in other regards, this presents quite nicely. You know, closer to maybe an X card, except for uh, I think at the dinged up corner is over here. Uh, centering is a little bit of an issue, but uh, for for the the Fleer sixty one Fleer um, centered cards is is an issue across the board. So anyway, really happy to bring this one in. 
Um, beautiful sort of backdrop there with wilt, uh, kind of burgundy, deep burgundy wine coloring there. Um, then another one, you th this, this goes in the realm of those deals that go down at the very end of the show. And I know you've had a few of those yourself, Jeremy. And I think you, you came across me there as I had um, a lot of cards out on the table. I really didn't know what I was working with. I just, I saw a card um, and got excited about it and just wanted to make it happen as best I could. Um, so uh, this is uh, a Giannis uh, Black, actually it's it's a, a white box one of one. And the story behind this Giannis on-card auto is that um, apparently the only other one that looks like this is in Giannis's possession. Apparently um, there is a YouTube video where Giannis has this um, signed on his desk with a bunch of other cards that he held on to. This is the white box version. So presumably Panini went ahead and created uh, an extra one of these and it was sent out. I guess if I understand the white box, um, uh, concept. It's for uh, something that they were not able to replace. So um, the only other person who has a card like this presumably is Giannis himself. And I just, I liked obviously, you know, the the, the sort of black and on card auto there with, with Giannis. Um, a pretty good pickup there. Got a small little item here. Um, Messi just kind of like this one. This was actually my only straight up cash purchase. Um, it was uh, just kind of a, a screaming deal and a really nice seller. And then last but not least, this was a deal that um, Ryan there at uh, Burbank Cards helped me facilitate. I actually got this shop at the Burbank, um, but did the liquidation of some cards at the show. They were doing, I think, $2,000 max cash, and I was able to um, liquidate some cards to get into this um, sort for a cash trade. But then with this other, I just had credit at Burbank went in there uh, a day or two after the show um, and Ryan was there and uh, he, I think, gave me a little bit of a bro deal on this, um, was happy to pick this up, especially as a Warriors fan. This is an on-card Curry Auto, uh, numbered to 25, Steph, I think it's 2019, and um, just couldn't be happier with this. Kind of uh, anytime, as you know, you can consolidate your collection to big PC moves. Um, it's always a happy occasion. So All right. <clears throat> nice showing, happy. man. Nice showing. I, I hope that a few minutes of not talking would help revive my voice because I'm I am sick and I feel like it's it's getting weaker. So I'm gonna talk a bit quieter um and I'm gonna continue with the comments guys. So uh Toa Hang says the slab design is clear that they've sorry that slag the slab design is clear that they've had real designers executed. Other companies don't care. They want to easily mass produce the label as fast as they can. I don't know what I'm not going to speak to other companies' uh, desires, but I will say that Tag put a ton of a ton of care into the slab itself, the the label design, um, and just the way that that the tag that the that the this tag slab feels when you hold it. Everything everything the the quality of the plastic. There's no better plastic you can use for a slab than what Tag is using. It's going to be the clearest in the industry. Uh, that I'm, I'm sure of. You will not find a clearer slab in the industry. Terry Fortune says, will Tag crack another company slab and grade? I don't think so. Uh, Tag is not looking to do crossovers. If you want to send in a card, you got to break it out yourself. And I, I mean, and listen, 
things change, right? But as of right now, I do believe that is our policy. Lee Haskins says, I've not seen a tag slab at a card show. Well, you, you wouldn't have, unless you're at Burbank, that's the only card show that's had one, Lee. Uh, but says, I would not, I would think, not sure what it is if I do. Well, that's that makes sense, Lee, because it's new. It's new, right? So um, I, I think you're just speaking very logically there that you wouldn't know what it was if you'd never seen it before. Uh, Greg C says, uh, thank you, Greg, on the congrats. Grading companies took in billions in revenue with very little consideration to innovate. Truly a disruptive technology. I, I think so, too. Uh, Peter Chow says $50 upcharge for shipping. Uh, you're talking about in Canada. It's not an upcharge. It's just a charge because Canada to the U.S. is a, is a you know, just like anything, just like anything. So I don't think it's fair to call it an upcharge, but um, it's definitely a charge. <coughs> Seb says, could tag by KSA just for the fun of it. I see no reason to do so. Travis Mater says, again, he's talking to me directly. Every card in your collection will be converted. When are you going to start the process? I started it already, Travis. Um, I've had I've had four cards uh, graded by tag. Two were, two were raw, so that's not really a conversion. But um, it's going to take a while, you know. I'm not going to jump the line. I think it's be- I think it's more important that our customers' cards get graded, and uh, you know, based on our capacity, we're not going to be pumping through a hundred thousand cards a day like 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 PSA does. We're going to be uh, lower lower volume, especially at the beginning. So it's going to take uh, the, the the conversion has started, um, and it's going to take I don't know. It's probably going to take three years to get all my cards through, and and then if we're talking about vintage, you know, first first tag has to start grading vintage, and then I have to start that process. So it could take 10 years. Who knows? <clears throat> but also you're saying every this comment, Travis, almost feels like you're gonna try and you're gonna try and raise this in five years and use this against me. So I'm on to you, Travis. But um, but uh, you know, my intention is to have my cards that are eligible to be graded by tag to be tagged. And let's I also believe that by the time that my vintage cards can be graded by tag that tag will be, I think will be the preferred grading company anyway. So that's my thought. Uh, Matt says in regards to the cleaning process, one thing to note is that every time a card is handled by an operator, they are gloved. We take extra care to make sure cards are not handled by hand. Yeah, definitely. uh, Thanks for pointing that out, Matt. And you know, I've seen that in action. Um, Any info on pricing and turnaround times. Uh, Yeah. Go to the website, look at the early bird pricing, Bob's big boy. You'll see that there. Lee says, someone asked about vintage. I'm a vintage collector, so maybe my feeling if not wanting tag cards. That's fine. I mean, listen, tag's not going to be for everybody. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Just like Corvettes aren't for everybody, you know? Um, you, you go with what you like and what works for your collection. Dallas says, Joe P. Seems like a sweet dude. You two make a great pair, and it's a pleasure hanging out with you both virtually. Can't wait for tag to be in Canada and do vintage hockey. I hear you on that. <clears throat> my friend Dust, uh, Dustin, the card shop, no, that's not Dustin. Dustin Card Shop Dad? No. Card Shop Dad, sorry, says, would Tag ever consider grading packs and boxes? I think consider, yes. We would consider it. We just need to get the technology and the and the molds and the welding machines and the expertise and all that in-house. Legion says, was there a decent amount of hockey cards at the Burbank Show? No, there was not. There was not a decent amount of hockey cards at the Burbank Show. There were some. Don't get me wrong. There were some but not as many as I would have liked to have seen. <laughs> Michael Stone says, a grading company that won't do vintage. No, you're not, you didn't hear me properly, Michael. I never said won't do. I said, we're not doing it yet. So please, please pay attention to the words. They're very, very important, uh, especially on this episode. Um, 
So tag considers vintage. I don't know what tag considers vintage, but we're starting with 2000 forward. 2000 forward, we will work back in time, in time. Troy likes your Montana card, Joe. CC likes your Wilt rookie. <clears throat> Lee Haskins says, I love technology and new technology and I'm in the tech business, but what's so weird is I love the vintage part of card collecting. You're not in the twilight zone, man. I mean, what's wrong with that? We all we all love vintage cards. Well, not we all, but I do too. <clears throat> Brian Adams asks people to please smash the like button. Thank you, Brian Adams. Jake's Toe says, how long do you think it might be to accept cards before 2000? Some 90s basketball cards would look, would they ever, right? I don't know how long. I can't answer that question. As soon as possible, Jake, as soon as possible. And trust me, I've got my sh- my fair share of, uh, of 90s basketball inserts that I would love to get swapped over to tag slabs. They'll just look so much better in them. Troy says, great pickups, Joe. All are awesome. Great curry. Bob says, I like these new companies because they have brought something that adds value. The most important thing is that it puts pressure on the big established companies to keep their process up to date. Well, I understand the comment, Bob, but I don't think that's the most important thing because because I don't know that an established grading company can pivot to automated grading because it it then brings into question all the grades that they've done up until that point. So I don't know how they're going to do it. But again, I said earlier, there were some smart people in those companies. Maybe they'll be able to figure it out. Bob's big boy says rare edition and their gorilla glass slabs are phenomenal tag and their process and shipping mechanisms have a collector first approach, something the established companies have lacked recently. Yeah. Rare edition was set up right beside us at, uh, at the Burbank show and uh, Brendan, their founder, what a, what a sweet guy, I man, met him. Very nice guy. And um, yeah, their slabs are, they're big and heavy. They're solid as heck though. They're solid as heck. So, um, <clears throat> and you know, he, they had, they had one there where they took a hammer and hammered the hammered the glass and there was like two layers so it smashed the top layer but you couldn't it didn't didn't do the bottom layer so some pretty solid glass that they're using legion of doom says my guess is that hockey card collectors are more inclined to take the plunge i've seen lots of great cards in mint grading and ksa slabs well that's i don't think that's why legion i think it's because in canada mint which is called mnt grading and ksa i mean ksa has been around for 35 years mint for about five or so and those companies um they're just local you don't have to worry about custom declaration uh values shipping across the border a lot of people just drop them off at card shows i don't think that's why i don't think it's why but i hope hockey card collectors are are inclined but i hope everyone's inclined to use tag i don't see why you wouldn't if you want your cards to look good in the slab and have consistent reproducible grading that you can rely on tags for you Peep says, hi, pals. Hey, nice to say hi. Thank you for that. Lee Haskins says, very few YouTube shows answer all the text questions. Love how your show does. Viewers' questions are so interesting and you answer them. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Michael Stone, am I correct that you have to grade at least 10 cards? So yes, in the early bird, uh, in the early bird um, packages, yes, it's 10 or 20 or 40. There's no in-betweens. There's no 1, 5, 15, 17. And the reason for that is to keep it very uniform for us at the at the facility to get through the initial um, these initial early bird uh, sales. I think that's the reason. There we talked about this, and I said, well, people are going to want to send in two, three, or four. And yes, we understand that. Get together with some friends if you can. It's not going to be like this forever. This is only during early bird. It will we will grow into being able to take one card or eighteen cards or whatever. That is not a permanent thing. Okay, please be just. I want you to understand that. 
Gerald says, have you graded any thicker stock cards like Exquisite? No, Gerald, we're only doing up to 55-point cards right now. We will get the thicker cards soon. It is on the roadmap. Um, I can't wait till we can do 130s and 180s, you know, patch cards and all that. He says, I see the thinner stock cards. You've shown examples, wondering how different the slab would be. It would be a bit thicker. It would be thicker just like um, just like other companies. <clears throat> uh, Brian Adams sends $20 tip here to the host. Thank you, Brian Adams. Putting this 20 to getting a card graded. Uh, it doesn't work that way, Brian, but I do appreciate your, uh, I, I do appreciate the sentiment. Jake says, maybe this will make PSA and BGS up their game. Peep says, perhaps current human experts can train AI to where it's consistent with what's out there. Mid-Atlantic says, Jeremy, sorry to be a resident skeptic, but I heard you say in the past, the number one job of a grading company is to authenticate. Tag terms specifically waive its liability for authentication mistakes. Yeah, that's an important call out there, Mid-Atlantic. And I do think that authenticating the card is of the utmost importance before it goes into the slab. And I know that Tag will do everything it can to authenticate. And I do know that, you know, the terms are going to be there for legal purposes. I'm not a lawyer. I don't, I did not write the terms and conditions for tag. So don't hold me to anything that I'm really saying right now, but know that as far as I go, it's of the utmost importance. And I do believe, don't hold me to that, but I do believe that, uh, that tag would compensate somewhat if there was a, a fraudulent card that went through the system. Uh, Mid-Atlantic says, seems clear to me, Tag has invested heavily in grading technology. No evidence they have invested in authentication technology and expertise. Um, that's not true, uh, Mid-Atlantic. Uh, one of the members of senior management is a sports card expert with eight years of uh, senior grade. Well, I won't say senior. I'm not sure, but eight years of grading experience with one of the leading grading companies. Uh, so we do have the expertise on hand for sure. I have a, uh, Lee says, I have a KSA Bobby Orr rookie. Can I get in a tag holder? So you know what year that's from, right, Lee? That's from 1966. So no, you cannot yet. But eventually, hopefully you can. I don't know the answer. Jake, how many cards have been graded so far? Uh, Michael, how is tag handling grading autos? Well, we're not doing it yet, but we'll be doing it soon. We will be doing it soon. I think there's a distinction to make when it comes to autograph cards. I think you've got pack-pulled autos, and then you've got in-person autos. And I've been lobbying to tag to say, well, let's do those pack pulled autos as soon as possible because they're authenticated by the manufacturer of the card. So, um, but we're going to, we're going to do it as soon as we are comfortable that we can do it right. Lee. Uh, thank you, Lee. AJ 15 says, uh, not grading out. Yeah, not yet, but it's coming guys. It's coming. And Bob's big boy PSA decided to add star company basketball cards to their grading services this year after not grading them for nearly 20 years because experts couldn't tell the difference between original run and later runs. And Bob Biggs boy says, Ken Golden called in a favor. Oh, I don't know about that, but, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, listen, policies change, standards change, things change over time. So we'll see. <clears throat> and that is the end of the comments yet again, which I'm glad to be able to be at the bottom of them. Take a voice break. What do you think? You holding up there, Jerry? Yeah, that's funny. The uh, the star the star stuff. I did see there was one um, table at Burbank that had a ton of star cards. I think I think I dragged you over there at one point to show you a few of the Jordans uh, that were there, and uh, I was close to pulling the trigger. Couldn't quite. Most of them were been BGS slabs, and uh, didn't seem super busy. But yeah, um, I think. Uh, did did you um, 
have opportunity, Jared, to, to do anything in the realms of your PC or or uh, oh, you're giving me you give me a layup. Shop around. Uh, anything <laughs> catch your oh, eye? Yeah. You're, you're 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 giving me a layup question here for from the Burbank show. Yeah, I picked up a few cards, and um, I did pick up. I think I picked up four. Not not many. I only picked up like four cards, and uh, and they're all they're all wonderful cards. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'll start with the with the. Uh, I'll end with my my biggest acquisition, but I made a trade for this card right here. This is a 1997 Flair Showcase Jerry Rice. It's in a PSA holder. It's a PSA nine. It's a hot hands. This is really rare. The I think the total pop on this is like 30 or something under 30 um, by PSA. And uh, I love the card. And I traded straight up for this. I traded away my Kobe Bryant. I had a PSA nine Kobe Bryant class of 96. And I just traded it straight up for this card. I actually posted about that on my Instagram today. So there's that. And it goes very nicely with the Ken Griffey Jr., that I also have, and uh, and then I also have a Michael Jordan hot shot. So I got all, all these fire cards right here. Yeah, and yes, yes, they are all in PSA slabs, and yes, I will put them in. I will convert them to tag slabs as soon as I possibly can. So they're just going to look that much better. But I don't know when I'll be able to do that. The next one. So if you guys were following me from when I was, uh, or you saw me post or saw my episode talking about uh, the national where I did a big, the biggest trade of my life with Justin, 610 Justin, where I traded for these three cards. These are all 09 exquisite game use patches. Michael Jordan. Here, I should make the screen a bit bigger here, Joe. <clears throat> there we go. So I traded for these three cards. They're all out of 10. They're all game-worn patches. And they're all BGS 7.5s. And they're just beautiful cards as far as I my eye goes. So you never see these. Like, I never see these these exquisite uh game use patch base parallels out of 10 well i saw one at the at the uh at the burbank show uh coleman mike coleman from coleman cards had it and i made a deal with him to add this uh kevin durant to the collection another beautiful patch <coughs> the bgs8 it's out of 10 and uh yeah it, it's awesome so i now have four cards from the set and just like i said with those last cards as soon as i can get these in a tag slab I'm cracking them out of these BGS slabs and I'm getting them tagged because once again, for my taste, they're going to look that much better. And then I did a, this was a, a cash trade deal that I did with a guy by the name of B. I got two cards. What was the other card I got from him? I don't, I'm not sure what the second card I got was. Uh, Really nice guy. I've gotten a few cards from him too. Back at uh, in, at the Mint. Um, yeah, actually, really I, almost, I want to go. I want to go check my picture of the deal because I took a picture of the trade, and I'm just wondering what what was the second card I got? Oh, the Griffey. Oh, I for, I thought I had the Griffey from before. So, yeah, I I got from him. Um, <clears throat> so I bought. I got uh, the Jerry Rice. I showed you first, and then I showed you the Griffey as well. But I actually got. The Griffey, I got these two cards from B. The Griffey Hot Hands or Hot Gloves and the Peyton Manning Lynchpins. I've been on a bit of a Lynchpins kick lately. Yeah. So I got, I got both of these from B. I gave him some cards and some cash, and I came out with these two. And, of course, the Lynchpins goes nicely with the, with the Barry Sanders. Oh, sorry, wrong one. 
the linchpins, the Peyton Manning goes well with the Barry Sanders. And I also have a, I also have a Ken Griffey Jr. linchpin. So again, beautiful 90s inserts. If I could cross these over to tag right now, I would, but I can't. So I will wait and I will when I can. And then uh, was it Travis Mater who was, who was trying to, where'd yeah, he go? Travis. With, Travis was Travis. Yeah. So Travis, you can definitely hold me to that, but I don't know when it's going to happen. And then finally, guys, finally, <laughs> the biggest, actually, I'm going to save this one. I'm going to do comments and then I'll come back to my biggest pickup from the show and probably my biggest pickup of the year. Um, Michael Stone says, uh, suggestion, do what CSG does, give you the option to make sure the auto is on the back of the card. I don't understand how you do that if the card comes out of the pack with the auto on the front of the card. So I'm not sure what you mean by that, Mike Stone, but if you could let me know. Lee Haskins, so fun to get, so fun to see you get through the end of the comments. Almost no other show does that. Thanks, Lee. Vintage card collector, just joining, but are you planning on crossing over some of your great cards to tag? 100% yes. And that has come up about four times already, vintage, uh, but no problem. And thank you for joining. AJ15, congrats on the new position, Jeremy. What is your exact job description? It, it Well, the title is Vice President Business Development, and the description is to build up the business development strategy and execute thereon. I think that's about as much as I can say about it right now. Uh, Trefor Gates, very happy you're living your best life. All I want for my kids is they find work in an area they love. And let me tell you, I appreciate that, Trefor Gates, and I feel I am, man. Like, <clears throat> I feel I am. This is... Uh, exactly what I want to be doing with my life is, is work in the hobby, work in a company that I have a ton of respect for, uh, a team that I really enjoy being a part of. And I just believe in what tag is doing. I'm, I'm like I've said, I'm all in on tag guys. I'm all in on it. Rory jewel. I do not know why you are here, but welcome. Nonetheless, Jake's toe. Those look nice in PSA slabs. Yeah. Some cards do look nice in PSA slabs. Uh, Troy says, Jeremy, you're going to need a few blue recycling bins for that Saturday night slab breakout party. No doubt about it. No doubt. Oh, I see Michael Stone put the auto grade on the back. I see. Yeah, that's a, and I don't know if tag will grade the auto or just, just like slab a card with an auto as, as an authentic auto, just like the cards authentic. So, but definitely something that we will be discussing, uh, from a strategy perspective and, and also, you know, what the hobby wants. So. We'll definitely get to that. And now for the biggest card I picked up. This is a card that I've been after for 15 years. I uh, I wish I would have bought one in 2008. I remember I was at the at the National in Chicago. I think it was 2008. I'm at the National in Chicago. It wasn't in the show. It was walking, walking into or out of a dinner. It's kind of vague. It's 14 years ago. And I was bidding on a copy of this card on eBay. <clears throat> And this card was a, it was a PSA six and I tapped out at about $8,000. I'm like, ah, just, it's, it's, I, I don't have 8,500 bucks. I think it was like 8,500. I would have had to bid. And I tapped out on the PSA six at like $8,500. And it was a copy that I would have loved. This is a cop. This is a card that has some common printing defects to it. And I wanted one without those defects. Joe's nodding because he knows the card. And mm -hmm. so. I, uh, and vintage card collector, uh, you'll, uh, you'll see the card cause I know you like you. Oh, and I'll address your most recent comment in a second. Um, <clears throat> I, again, wanted one of these for 15 years, tapped out on a PSA six. Wish I would have coughed up the 8,500 then because I just bought a PSA four 
in Burbank and I, and I paid more than I would have paid for the six back then. So, but it's a beautiful copy nonetheless. And I'm so glad to knock this. It was the number one card on my vintage want list. It's now off the, off the, the want list. And it's this guy right here. It's a 1951 Bowman Willie Mays rookie card. And just so you guys can see it a little bit better. <clears throat> that is uh, beautiful. And, and as we know, the, the centering shift that's common from, from left to right in the horizontal issue, it, you can see that the right border has more white, but it's still, it's not uh, in any way an eyesore like many of those mazes i actually have a maze that has a significant shift it was the only way i could get in so i'm i'm jealous uh and and then also just looking at the colors i, th I think we were looking at the the right border as well it almost looks like there's um some sort of you know building or or you know clubhouse uh behind the the spot that maze is getting the um the the, the picture taken or drawn um but it, it just has a feel of um vintage and and kind of you know summer summer's gone by kind of uh vibe going yeah no I, I love i love the design the background this is iconic to me this card it's it's the true rookie his 52 tops is a great card too but it's it's not quite as beautiful as say the 52 mantle is relative to the to the bowman rookie for mantle but i do love it the centering is not perfect but it's pretty darn good oftentimes on these cards you'll see these vertical printing lines coming through they usually come like right through here or right through here this does not have any of those that was the first thing i didn't want the other thing you'll find often are some fish eyes right in the name bar this doesn't this it has like a minor one just above the s there but it does have this little like this little it's hard to see but a little thin white tail coming off the e that i don't love but it wasn't bad enough for me to say i'm not going to buy the card i've wanted one for so long found a great copy uh, bought it from a guy called uh, Mitch Money, uh, nice dude, and um, we made the deal. And I could not be happier, and it goes super well with my PSA 6 Mickey Mantle, which I bought in 2008, I think it was. Or no, 6 or 7. I bought the, bought the Mantle maybe 6. I always get confused with the year. But I bought the Mantle way, way back, and I finally paired it up with the, with the Willie Mays. And just stunning cards, both of them, so... Yeah, we talked about this before too with um, corners, right? I mean, obviously uh, everybody likes, you know, in theory, sharp corners. But I, having, you know, being there at the show and seeing you pick that up and being able to kind of hold on to that card in hand, I really actually love the corners. They're they're appropriately and or sort of um, authentically uh, touched in a way where you just know this is a card extraordinarily well-preserved from 51 um, and yet ha has a little bit of corner action happening as would be expected in a, a, a four, right? So, um, but I, I, I don't know, it gives the card a feeling um, that, uh, yeah, we, we'd all like crystal, you know, sharp, razor sharp corners. But then in some instances, especially in older slabs, I'm not always sure I want sharp corners because I'm not sure, you know, if it's a super old label, I'm not quite sure what to make of that. Um, maybe maybe it's legit, but um, sometimes that feeling of of something being uh, truly like, yeah, there's, there's no way this was cut and there's no way that card was cut because, or trimmed because the, um, the corners are just 
as you would imagine a card to have have aged naturally. I'm with you, Joe. I like my vintage to have a vintage uh, appeal to it, a vintage presentation and perfectly sharp corners on a vintage card. Uh, you know, I also like a, bit, a little bit of toning. I don't want my card to be pack pulled from the 50s. I want it to show its age a little bit. It also helps it to be more affordable, but that's, just, you know, they're still very beautiful. Like to me, that's, that, that's what I like and it's what I can afford. So, all right, go to some more comments here. Travis is back. Travis says, why would you take out a PSA slab and lose value on your cards? Great question. Tag or any other company will <clears throat> tag or any other company will not, he says, will not overtake PSA. Please leave your cards in PSA and moving forward, grade with tag. Yeah, you know what? I mean, that's a <clears throat> that's a legitimate question or comment and suggestion. But at the end of the day, um, I'm all in on tag. I'm making it my career. I'm investing in the company. I believe in it. I think the cards look better in tag slabs. And you know, you 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 go you say that that tag or any other company will not overtake PSA. I mean, you must be Marty McFly, Travis Mater, because I can't see that far into the future. I, and I'm joking, Travis. I know that you're saying that because you, you truly believe that to be the case. I don't. I don't believe that to truly be the case. I think that eventually, eventually, the hobby, the buy side, especially the hobby, is going to want accurate and consistent and reproducible grading. They're going to want to know that the card is in the condition that it is that that it is purported to be by the label. And I think that, you know, just the fact that with human grading, you can send the same card in over and over again until you finally get that bump. To me, that just devalues that that service. And like, again, I think they do the best job that they can based on human grading. But I'm much more comfortable with automated grading as long as the automated grading is grading in accordance with, with grading standards that have been in place for 30 years and tag has done that. So I'm 100% comfortable with it. And the other thing, Travis, is that <clears throat> I'm not selling my cards for another 25 years. If I live that long, that's li literally, that is my plan. My exit strategy is I'm 50 years old today in 25 years, I'll be 75 years old and I'm Great. going to get in a big RV with my wife and we're going to drive around North America, she doesn't know this yet, so let me break it to her later. We're going to drive around North America to all the big card shows, and I'm going to set up in the mall and sell my cards off one by one. I got 25 years for Tag to become at the same level value-wise as whoever is the leader at that time. But uh, you're, hey, your 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 comments are definitely definitely uh, legitimate there. Uh, Mark Santucci says, I understand you're not feeling well. Are you going to do a late, no late show tonight, man? I, I got to save myself for Collectible Live tomorrow. If you don't do the show, how was the wedding in Europe and how was the perfect? Thank you for asking. Yeah, I had a wedding in Switzerland a couple of weeks ago. It was it was it was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Uh, got to really connect with some cousins of mine that I, I hadn't connected with much over the past fifty years, and it was absolutely wonderful. The Burbank show was awesome, and Burbank itself was great. Um, the facility, the the Burbank Marriott, is a great show for a car, a great place for a card show. They just need more square footage, and it would be even better. Yeah, if I can chime in there too. I mean, I, I talked a little to Rob and listened to EJ last night on your show, which was great. Um, what, what a great crew they had in putting that together. And I would just say that if they do move to a bigger venue, which I think, you know, everybody agrees would be helpful. I hope there can still be something there at uh, the Burbank Marriott because it was just such a sweet spot um, in terms of the way people could sort of spread out. And, you know, you mentioned the 
the the open table sort of just outside the venue the parking was fine there were so many positives to that particular venue that um, i hope they can at least keep a show there even if they um you know amplify the whole the whole experience there in, in order to you know serve the people so to speak yeah no well well said i'm with you on that for sure for sure uh, okay, I miss Vintage Card Collector makes a great comment here. He says, I hope going forward your channel can remain objective and not an infomercial for tag. That's what I love about your channel. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I'll be honest with, with you and everybody else watching. I now work with tag. That is my career. Um, so I think that you'll hear me talking about it more than you would otherwise if I wasn't employed by tag because it's going to be on my mind a lot, you know, 24-7 or, or close to it. Um, and as I've said, I'm all in on tags. So you're going to hear me talk about it more, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to continue to do sports cars live, bringing you people, bringing you the audience, people from within the hobby to, to help you get to know them and slide in tag everywhere. Like it's not my, it's not my intention. It's not, it's, it's my intention to continue doing sports cards live as authentically as I always have. And, and, you know, you know, I've got sponsors and, and it's been monetized. I'm not, I don't hide that from anybody but I try to do it as tactful as I can and haven't heard many complaints. Of course you get the odd one. That's okay. But um, yeah, I appreciate vintage card collector for keeping me on, on my toes that way and send me a message. If you think I'm, I'm getting out of hand, I, I, I don't intend to, I, I don't plan to, but you know, if it becomes, if I, if I head in that direction, just let me know. Cause I don't, I don't want that to be the case. So keep me, keep me accountable, please. <clears throat> Jake's toast says, I never understood the grade on the auto. Why not just grade the card and say the auto is authentic? I'm with you on that. However, what I understand about it is that a higher a higher number means more value. So it's really just a value maker as far as I see. Uh, Toa says uh, to Travis, that's why it's a hobby. People can do anything they want with their slabs. What can we do? We can do what we feel is in our best interest. It's not always about the resale value. Very true. Very true. Uh, Brendan says PSA doesn't authenticate patches. I don't know. Yeah, Brendan, I don't know if, if Tag or any company can authenticate a patch. I just don't know. Thank sure. you, Travis. I appreciate uh, that you love the show. It's great to have you. Jake says, when you cross over your PC, are you going to let the other companies know to take them out of their pop report? I don't know. Like, is that really on me? I, honestly, Jake, I'll have to think about that. I, I don't know. I don't know that it's my responsibility to do that. Do you, when you take a card out and I'm asking you legit, like, do people do that? I didn't realize people did that. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe, you know, yeah, I'll leave it at maybe. I. Why not? I guess I have no issue. I guess, you know what? I think, I think, I think my answer is going to be yes, I will. And the reason is, is because I think that's what's best for the hobby. I think the, the more we as a, as, as a collective can do to keep every company's population report as accurate as possible, the better. So, Maybe I'll just take a scan of all the slabs, all, all the <clears throat> all the labels, and sh send them off. I think that's a great idea. So yes, my answer is yes. Thank you for calling. Thank you for the call out. Nathan has some trivia. That particular fifty-one Bowman was traded in a Star Trek Deep Space Deep Space Nine episode, I believe, season five, episode twenty-five. The theme of collectibles comes out a lot in Deep Space Nine. I like Nathan how you know exactly the season and the episode. Are you a Trekkie? Um, but very cool. Thank you for the information. Uh, Matthew probably at tag says, uh, responding to a Travis Mater comment, opinion-based grading companies will always be an option. In our view, we prefer to have the facts presented about a card with evidence, 
a collector buyer deserves to know what they have. And what, what he's getting at there, Travis and everybody else, is that with TAG, you get a digital image and grading report. You see exactly why your card got the grade you got. It's they're awesome. They're awesome. Trust me. You'll see that you'll see more of them soon. Uh Troy, my birthday was uh my birthday was several months ago, but thank you for the belated birthday wish. Happy Collector says, you mentioned a lot about the Burbank show and that tag was launched there. Was the Burbank show that good that you launched there instead of the national? So no, that that had nothing to do with it, Happy Collector. Um, <clears throat> tag was not ready to launch at the national. It was literally that, that close. We were ready. We were ready for the Burbank show. We were not ready for the national. I believe we had space at the national. But we had to give it up. Simple as that. Uh, CC says, just my opinion, but I think Tag has a tremendous opportunity to dominate modern cards, but I'm not sure about pre-80s vintage, especially the real vintage cards. Time will tell, right? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fair concern and time will tell. Brian says, it will take us as the hobby people to be willing to value Tag slabs as if they were PSA slabs price-wise. <laughs> um, I'm laughing at Terry's comment next where he says, it's not his birthday, guys. <laughs> uh, but back to Brian's comment. Um, yeah, I think, again, I've said it before, TAG needs to earn the hobby's trust and confidence. I am very confident we're going to do that. Like, guys, if you know me, you know I'm, 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 a, I'm a lifelong collector with a ton of cards, and I, I freaking love the hobby. Uh, I've got a lot of cards in PSA, BGS, uh, SGC. I, I, I have a, a couple, like a hand, like one hand worth of SGC, one hand worth of CSG, and then a bunch of the others. And um, I think tag's the future for me, for me. I, listen, I don't want to, I think it is, but I don't want to be crazy about it. But I think that, uh, that we'll get there. And I, get, I think we'll get there. I wouldn't have gone all in on tag if I didn't think we could earn the hobby's trust. And I saw what happened with, with other companies that have come up in the last couple of years that couldn't earn the hobby's trust. I think we're going to, because I've seen the inside of the operation. And listen, I, I do also want to say that if you are, skeptical about tag and you want to learn more like hit me up i'd be happy to give you know i can't offer to everybody all the time but like you want to come see the tag facility in action well, i'll give you a tour i'll give you a tour of the facility so you can see what's going on there and i think that being there meeting the team and seeing seeing the grading in action would give you confidence and help earn, earn your trust and um yeah, I think that I think it's just worth worth me to to mention that. Travis says I agree wholeheartedly with Tag. I'm definitely looking at submitting, but very cautious. Of course, it makes sense, Travis. We're new, we're new. But all I would say is don't count us out and give us a chance. That's all we can ask. Give us a chance to earn your trust. Like that's important to to me as an as a to me as a hobbyist and and even in me and my position with Tag, I want to earn your trust. So give us a chance. That's all I can ask. That's funny, Dallas. Um, <clears throat> Jordan says, it's your show, brother. Do what you damn well, please. Let your hair down. Well, yes and no. I understand that, Jordan. But I also want to, you know, this isn't tag live. This is sports cards live. So I want to, I want to, listen, I earned your guys' loyalty over two and a half years because of what I was bringing. I don't want to fundamentally change it because I've got a new job or joined a new grading company. Mark says, did you buy or sell any hockey other than what you showed tonight? <laughs> no, I didn't, Mark. The, what you saw is what I did at the show. I, I did. I made very few moves at the Burbank show. Dallas says, I've been sending my cards to SGC, even though 
it can slightly hurt the resale value, but that's not why I'm getting them graded. I like the look of the slab and consistency. And great, great, wonderful, wonderful reasons. Brendan Ryan, actually, it was a 62 Tops Roger Maris. <laughs> and the smell of bubblegum preserved. Jahan in the house says, uh, OTA's sports card left a $1,000 tip at the National at the hotel one year. The floor had three layers of cracked slabs. Pop reports already have an issue. Inaccuracy is something I wonder about. Pop reports are, yeah, pop reports are definitely overstated. I, I've had this debate with Bobby Burrell uh, several times. And, and Bobby, if you're listening, I'm definitely more leaning towards your end of things. I used to think that there's no way pop reports were out by 30%. That's such a big number. Maybe they're by five, maybe 10. I think it's higher than I thought now. Just more and more that I've talked to people and heard about more and more cards getting submitted over and over and over again. I don't know. It, you know, and I, th I think I think the older you get, the higher the inaccuracy of the, po of the existing population reports. <clears throat> Jake's Toe says, I personally never crossed any over, but I also think it's better for the hobby and wish people would. It would keep pop count down on some, I believe, which could be better for the card itself. Uh, I don't know who this fake Facebook user is, but he says, Jeremy's an OG and a secret millionaire. Perfect fit for tag. I'm not a secret millionaire. I've got value in cards, but you know that's just uh, that's just the consequence of buy of being in this hobby for 40 years and still having cards that I bought in the 80s and all the way through that have gone up in value. Secret millionaire, hilarious. <laughs> Brian Adams says, "I'm with you. I'm going all in on tag." Welcome to the party, Brian Adams. Glad to have you aboard. Hockey Barn says, "Pump tag all you want, Jeremy. They are paying the payings with Viva." I don't know what that means. I've never heard paying the payings, but thank you. Viva tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. I like that too. Thanks for your support and, and uh, encouragement, Hockey Barn. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, Mark says, does Joe like hockey cards or just baseball cards? If so, what years? Joe? You know, the I, I just mostly have the OPG Gretzky. That's pretty much, I've got one or two other kind of cool insert Gretzkys, but yeah, not a hockey guy. Learning, man. Learning, learning you know, all the time. Crosby, be, David, you know. <laughs> to be my friend, to come on SCL, you don't have to be a hockey guy. It's not a prerequisite. A vintage collector says it's very hard to imagine values of vintage with any company past PSA or even SGC. The majority of high-grade vintage is already slabbed. It's just too risky to switch slabs, in my opinion. I understand that 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 position for sure. Um, but I don't know that I believe that that is, cer listen, certainly today that is the case and probably for the next year or so. Don't count us out is all I'll say. Don't count out tag. This is a company like I've never, ever seen before guys. And like I've, I've, I've consulted and worked in many organizations and I've never seen, never seen a company with a culture and the, and like an attention to detail and wanting to do what's right and putting the hobby ahead of itself. Like no joke, this is there. We're in this for all the right reasons. All the yeah. right reasons. Guys. I I just add on there, Jeremy. I mean, just in my interactions with them at Burbank, the two things that came to mind: um, humility and a growth mindset. And th that you know, as an educator, someone who you know has worked with young people, those those two characteristics will take you a long way in anything in life. So. Um, just a, a dispositional um, characteristic uh, that I think will prove, prove, you know, underscore what you just said. And, and yeah, and just to add on to that, the other one is a commitment to, to constantly innovating and, and getting better. Like my, one of my life mottos is, is 
constant improvement. Never rest on your laurels. I hate the saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's a, that's a great way to live if you just want to be stagnant forever. I prefer, if it ain't broke, make it better. That's how I try to do things. And hey, I can't always be that way, but I think that, that, uh, that that's the way I want to live. And I think the tag is doing that as well. It's all, it's about innovation and improvement. Um, okay. Toa says, if you're a big collector with money and you think you have the best Jordan rookie card out there, then a PSA 10 won't differentiate yours from another, but with tag, it could. Because you're getting that granularity of grading. You're on a thousand point scale. You know, a 999 is, should be worth more than a 952, even though they're both 10. So you're right, Toa. And I think that's part of the, that's one of the differentiators we have, but it can only be done with automated grading. You can't, a human can't get to that level of detail, of, of accuracy. So Good call out right there. Uh, Foul Fireball, can we go see the tag facility even if we believe in them? Um, again, listen, I'm not I'm not in a position to open the doors and let everybody in all at once, but <coughs> tag has nothing to hide, guys. And, you know, I may, I don't know. I got to talk to Steve and the team and say like, you know, because I've invited people. I've said, hey, come see the facility. Come have a look. Um we're not, we're, you know, when, when we are eventually going to be grading at card shows, it will not be behind a curtain. It will not be, you will see it happening. You will be able to watch your card get graded. I'm not saying you're going to be right there. Maybe it'll be on a video screen or maybe it'll just be through a glass window, but we will not be grading behind closed doors. We have nothing to hide. Um, now we have some private stuff like our proprietary uh, technology that, you know, you're not going to see the coding. We're not, I don't think Tag's going to show you the coding of the of the algorithms and all that. And even the way I'm talking shows you I'm not a tech guy. But um, but again, you'll be able to see. It won't be behind a curtain. Uh, Gerald says, card rich, cash poor. That more describes uh, a lot of people in the hobby. And I'm, I, I do have a good value in cards. Uh, here we go. Tag says, the foul, eventually we will be setting up tours by appointment. We want to be as transparent as possible, and thus we will be releasing a lot more footage of the process. Thank you, Matthew, um, for that clarification. Jake wants to know, what positions is Tag hiring for? <clears throat> Great question. I don't know off the top of my head, but I believe there is a career section on the website. Uh, Bubblegum says, does Tag grade V friends and, and a smiley? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's in if it's uh, in the database yet, but if it's a mo if it's post two thousand standard size, I don't see why we wouldn't. Brian Adams says I think most people are forgetting Tag is not really new. They have ten years of development under their belt. It's a good call out. I mean, Tag has been literally in development for ten years. You cannot create an automated grading system in three months or two years. It takes time, and you'll see there will there will be competitors, but I'm quite certain that they will be more of a hybrid because. You just can't build it. You just can't get it done that fast. CC says, how was the Burbank show in respect to the foot traffic and the volume of money transacted? It was freaking packed in there, CC. The lineup was around the door at three in the afternoon still. Um, and I, listen, I wasn't there set up as a vendor, but I heard that money was moving. And one guy, Justin, 610 Justin, who's been set up at the... <clears throat> I got to end this soon. My voice is going. He's been set up at the National for like 15 years, said he had his best show ever. And that's a big statement right there. Or one of. Bubblegum, Jeremy will be hosting tours, bus tours from Calgary to the tag office. Starting in 2024, snacks will be provided. I hope that can be the case, Bubblegum. And Trevor Gates says, some PSA pop reports have way more graded than exist. You see it all the time with, you see it all the time with tag. I love the passion 
careful approach, a passionate and careful approach only makes sense. Trusting greater will make difference in prices over time. I think I get it. Thank you. Okay, guys, we got to end this. I can't talk anymore. Oh, I there's one other thing I talked about, though. Guys, this card right here. This is a Connor McDavid 2021-22 Black Diamond Gemography Autograph. It's a sticker auto. It's numbered 3 of 25. It has a probably one of those lab diamonds right there. Quickly, I'll tell you the story about the card and then what I'm going to do with it. So... <clears throat> Upper Deck sends me product every so often as promo because I'm, you know, I'm in Canada. I like hockey and I have an audience. And so they sent me a box of Black Diamond. This box right here. And it came, it came all banged up. Just, it came all banged up. So, you know, I've gotten these before and I've opened them and, you know, don't get much out of them. But I opened this one thinking, you know, it's not going to be really worth doing live. There's not, not much going to come out. Well, what popped out? But this this Connor McDavid card pops out. I'm like, oh, I wish I did this live, right? This is what popped out. The rest of the pack I still have here. <coughs> uh, it also came with this Ross Colton Jumbo manufactured patch card for to build a puzzle. It also had this uh, relic David Ference. He must be a rookie. I've never heard of him from the Nashville Predators. Sorry, I'm going to make the screen bigger again. I'll start again. So again, here's the Connor McDavid. It's a beautiful card, really. Number out of 25. Got some nice hollow foil going. Beautiful auto on the sticker there. Also has this Elias Lindholm uh, Diamond Stars card. This is, is this numbered? Yeah, numbered out of 249. It also had this extra exquisite rookie, Spencer Knight. <clears throat> Jersey card out of, numbered out of 299. And finally, a Nikita Kucherov base card, also numbered out of uh, 349. But of course, this popped out, and I was like, what? No way. No way. So what I did was I, I actually reached out to Upper Deck. I said, hey, guys, you might not believe this, but yeah, I talked to, to Paul. He's the marketing guy. I said, he's the guy that sends me this. I said, I pulled out this McDavid autograph card from the pack, from the promo pack, Um I don't feel right keeping it for myself and just selling it to put a couple hundred bucks or, you know, four or 500 bucks in my pocket. So let's do a giveaway. So we're going to do a giveaway with this card and there will be like a process, like, you know, leave a comment on a post, either I'll do an Instagram post or on a video post on YouTube. It'll be something like leave a post why you want this card in your collection. And we'll go through and pick, the top three responses, the first prize will win this, second will win a box of Upper Deck Extended, third place will win like some, some swag or something like that. So we're going to be doing that. I just want to let everybody know it's coming. Give me time to figure out exactly how we're going to do it. But this card will be given away on Sports Cards Live to one of the one of the, one of of the the viewers. <clears throat> and you got to subscribe and all those things, right? Help me build the channel up. I appreciate that. And we will give, be giving this away in uh you know give me a give me at least a month to get it all done i know it's a long time but please give me some time so we will be giving that away and we'll probably just send the whole contents of the pack along with it okay joe i'm gonna go to the comments and we gotta wrap up because as you can tell i can't talk anymore time for some chamomile tea (laughs) yeah for sure so troy says great live steam joe please give your i will give my voice a rest thank you troy gc says i can't be the only one thinking this joe p would make a great addition to the tag team no, for sure he would. He Joe would make a great addition to any team, guys. He's uh he's just a great guy. 
Terry Fortune, you'll take it for sure. JG, Tag will be grading autographs very soon. Hockey Barn, thank you. Thank you, Mark. Yankees fan says, you could tell from the tag shows on this channel that this company was not a typical startup. Can't wait for Vintage and the rest of their future. And with that, Yankees fan, what, what a nice comment. Thank you so much. Um, tomorrow, 7 o'clock Eastern, going live with, with, as you can see on the ticker right now, Agassi Nazarian. He's a great vintage collector from Southern California. He's on Collectible Live with me tomorrow. Hope to see you then. Everybody, have a great rest of your evening. Have a great week ahead. Thank you for bearing with me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for the engagement, all the questions. You guys were all awesome tonight. Even appreciate the tough ones tonight. Thank you. Lapper, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, congratulations. Thank you, Toa. Great to have you. Always good to see you, Toa, and everybody else. And with that, this episode is over.